guys, welcome back to the Kitten Krista podcast, episode 19. I was so prepared. Boom. So prepared. You are. I read it beforehand, before you came in. The prep. I read it. I read it. I read the papers. Like Batman. You are deep in prep. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> That's how you win. I haven't taken a shower for 36 hours. That's what everybody and... says about Batman. It's like, he can beat anybody if he has time to prepare. Anyone? Think about it. Yeah. The strategizing? That's how he fought Superman. The strategizing. This is not a Batman podcast, though. No, no. no. We're already off track, and it's Batman, been like 30. Superman, Spider-Man. <laughs> it's been 30 seconds, <laughs> and we're already off track. All right. Well, exciting morning uh, that we will definitely be talking about, this Xenoblade oh, yes. announcement. We woke up. That'll be in the news. To a tizzy. Yes. So that will be in the news right. coming up. Uh, before we get, get started, we have to thank our beautiful Patreon family. Of course. For making this podcast and... All of the great this content whole thing. that you see on the Kit and Krista channel possible. So thank you so much. We've gotten some new members lately. So welcome to the family and, and thanks for all your support. We love you guys. Um, all right. If you're watching this on a video. Sorry for the people who aren't. <laughs> sorry if you aren't. If you, if you aren't, please, please just go take a quick look-see. Yeah. But you might be wondering... Why do we look so good today? It's this fine attire we have. Why, why do we look better than ever today? Oh, my today? gosh. Well, well, let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> now, we're really excited, actually, because we are launching our merch shop. That's right. Finally. This week. Now, actually. <laughs> it's available now. It's live, it's live now. It's yes. live now. I mean, we're recording this, but but by the time you guys watch it, obviously, it will be live. Um, we have this beautiful line of... T-shirts, you're wearing one of the hoodies. Yeah. The hoodies come in different colors. The shirts come in different colors. We have mugs. We have stickers. We sure do. Yeah, this is just the beginning, too. We're, we're really excited about this. This is the summer line. This is the summer right. line that you're in a I'm very gonna... <laughs> thick hoodie. It's a very warm day, but I had yeah. to wear this hoodie. It's a nice hoodie, It's though. nice, yeah. It's like the stuff is really good quality. Of course, you know, our logo is designed by the, the wonderful and talented Lee Kovac. So that's why it looks so nice. Yes. <laughs> um, and, you know, we know that not all of you guys can support us on Patreon. So this is another way to help support the Kitten Krista Show the love. content empire, yeah. you know. And um, we hope that you like the pieces. We've, we've been wearing them nonstop, honestly. And it's been, it's been really fun. So we'll... We'll put links, and there's also, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, there's the merch shelf that you can just... It's right there. Click through. I think it's here. Yeah. I'm going to do this, but I think it's Just here. like this. Maybe here. Maybe here. Like I don't know. so. <laughs> <laughs> like so. But it is very easy for you to click through, and we hope you check out some of the items and, and pick up something for yeah. yourself or for somebody else. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also had a really fun video launch um last week late last week mm -hmm. which is our summer game fest vlog sure is which was really fun for us to shoot you know the games and and being at summer game fest was really of course the highlight but one thing that we were excited to like bring into the vlogs and we're wondering if you guys like it too was like the food <laughs> yes. My favorite thing about traveling, honestly, let's be real, right. is eating. <laughs> so we did um, have some special food moments 
that we hope that you guys enjoy. We went to one of our favorite restaurants in Los Angeles. We also showed you all the really good food that was at Summer Game Fest, and they did such a good job with the food there. You have to give there. Jeff credit for that. Yeah, it was so amazing, and definitely had like summer vibes with like you know shaved ice. Yeah, and, I did eat a donut. There was about five pounds that you did not film, fortunately. <laughs> you well, <laughs> you said I'll just have a bite. Yeah, I was like I'll just have a bite, and then you ate the whole thing. And then about a minute later, like, it was gone. <laughs> Well, that's that. <laughs> oh, well, that's okay. You're on home vacation yeah. <laughs> or something. Um, yeah, so that, that was that was really fun for us. I yeah. hope you guys check out the video. People seem to be loving it. Yes, yeah. we loved it. We love sharing it with you guys. We love doing these vlogs, so, um, so hopefully you guys like watching them too. We also have some fun things this week. Of course. It is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles week. On the brain. It is yes. Teenage Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mania yes. right now. It's Turtle Mania. Turtle Mania. Yeah. yeah. Turtle Power Turtle Mania. That's right. It's, Cowabunga. It's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the Cowabunga Week. Um, we are going to be talking about, we're doing a fun like character bracket. We're deciding the top character in, there the, we go. in the whole Ninja the Turtles de- world. De- definitive top yes. characters in our very scientific, scientific method mm-hmm. that you guys know and love and hopefully agree with yeah and then on the kit and krista show later this week we're going to be playing the game with some very unfortunate consequences well so so we're, we're going to be playing together we're going to see mm-hmm. we're going to play a couple levels we'll see who gets the most knockouts in yeah. that level we've got two pizzas tell us about that you ordered the, tell ordered, us about the toppings I on both pizzas about the, i ordered the pizzas so the idea is the person that gets the most knockouts gets to eat the good pizza right and we had this discussion with our patreon uh friends recently like what mm. is the, the what go-to is the pizza. go-to yeah. pizza toppings and thankfully you and i had pretty it's pretty close we pretty much agreed on our good pizza toppings so that's a good pizza we got pepperoni mushrooms and onions good yum delicious and very um quintessential mm-hmm. ninja turtles and then the person that does not get the chaos yeah. Unfortunately, has to eat the bad pizza. And it, it could be—I mean, to somebody, this could be a delicious. To somebody, pizza. it could be good. You yeah. know, individually, the components would not bother me oh. so much. But all together, combined into one pizza, is not the best. So what do we got? We got anchovies. Oh, you got anchovies. Oh yeah. Oh, I missed that. Okay, good. Oh, Green wow. peppers. Uh huh. Black olives. Yeah. And pineapple. The pineapple's the one that. But again, like mm. I like anchovies. I like olives. Yeah. I don't I don't really love a pepper on a pizza, but I, it's not like separately. Where do you fall on Hawaiian pizza? I'm not a fan. It's a little too sweet for me. Well, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't really I don't really like pineapple. Cuz I think if you took the pineapple food. off, I could go, I could make that work. It's all ingredients that I would, except for the anchovy, because I do like anchovies. It's all ingredients that I would typically pick off a pizza. Oh, and you're now a picker. They're, now they're combined into oh. one pizza that one of us will have to eat. I, and also, like, I did smell that pizza last night when I ordered it. And? and it did not smell good to me. Oh. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to be fine. But also, I think I'm going to win. I think you're going to win, I used too. See, I used to be a pizza picker when I was younger, but I got over it. Now, now my, whole, my whole thing in life is I'll eat anything except mayonnaise. So I'll gladly eat this. I'll gladly eat it. Really? Yes. Can you just let me win then? No. Dang of course it. not. You're going to eat it. <laughs> You're a much better beat-em-up It's a beat-em-up, Howard. No, this, this game, anybody. You're much better. No. I did practice last night, Good. though, because I was worried that You I played more of this game than I have, actually. I We'll talk about this game yes. in our games that we're playing right. segment, but I'm into it. it. Sounds like you went crazy on this game. I kind of went crazy yeah. on this game. We'll talk about it later. 
But yeah, I am hopeful that I can eat the good pizza. The good pizza looks really good. And I would like to have some. So. Well, either way, we're eating some pizza. So it's going to be wonderful. That's right. We'll have yeah. lunch and we'll eat pizza. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, vlogs and food and things, other things happening, mm-hmm. we are actually going to be going to VidCon we're, we're this back week. Back on the road, yes. I was asking you earlier this oh. week, like, how do you feel? You hadn't, like, right before Summer Game Fest, you're like, you hadn't been on a plane right. for, like, over two years. Mm-hmm. And you were a little bit nervous. Obviously, that trip went absolutely yeah. fine yeah. and you were okay. But, like... Is it weird that you're basically like you hadn't traveled mm. by airplane for so long and all of a sudden in one month you have two trips where you have to fly? Well, I needed that first trip to work out the kinks because yeah. I really didn't know what I was doing. I got mm. stopped by the TSA. For the watch. Um, I, needed to, I needed to reset. Like, what, like what's my mindset for traveling? Sure. And things. You just things gotta, are a little different. You just got to settle in. Like, you yeah. know, traveling is not the same pre-pandemic yeah, as this it is, is another. Now. This is another short trip. We're just going to Orange County. Yeah, Orange County is fun, though. Um, so, yeah, I think I'll be fine. Yeah, so you. Yeah. Do, so now it's like you're kind of like doubling down back in, on back into my routine. the groove of traveling. Exactly. And we're, we're going to be we're gonna be doing other, thing, other things later this year, like going to pass yeah. and all that stuff. So now you're, you're good now, yes? I'm good, yeah. Oh, good. I do think we should say, people who may not know what VidCon is, what is VidCon? Yeah. It's a con for vids, but what But what is it? <laughs> vids, though, and the con, though. <laughs> uh, well, like you are saying, it's in Orange County. It's actually right. in Anaheim. It's right next to Disneyland, which is We're fun. not going. We're not going to Disneyland. We're not going to Disneyland. I mean, I would love to go. Professional, professional working work. business, trip. business trip. Yes. Learning. The learning. Mm-hmm. We used to go to VidCon when we were at Nintendo. Yeah. And um, basically, it's a big conference. Usually, it's sponsored by, you know, a big, like, platform this year it's sponsored by TikTok, yeah. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube is obviously a big part of VidCon, mm-hmm. but basically what they have is just a bunch of like really cool like speaking sessions and workshops where you just learn all sorts of cool stuff. Like they have different um, companies there, mm-hmm. they have different brands there um, to help you, you know, learn as much as you can about like how to make content. Yeah. Um, and you know, when we were at Nintendo, we used to go. More as like the brand, right? Like the industry, whatever. Um, So this is our first time going as creators. And I'm really excited. I'm like super excited to see what the differences are. And like you have to kind of shift your mindset a little bit. But we've always learned a lot of cool things there. And like I feel like every year that we went, we've always taken away some sort of, you know, tip or something like that to help make our channel better. Um, we used to use it for Nintendo Minute all the time. So looking forward to how we can take those those great learnings and make this content. Yeah. Too. If by chance you happen to be at VidCon and you see us, please say, say hello. Hi. Yeah. We'll probably be wearing this stuff. I will not be wearing this hoodie in the <laughs> heat of Southern California you have a in the t-shirt? summer. I might wear that. Yeah. yeah there you go. Right. Um, but yes, we're we're very much looking forward to that, and um, we are going to be doing a fun vlog. At VidCon. Well, let's not give that away. Oh. I mean, looking too far into the crystal ball here. Okay. Yeah. All right. But we, we'll have just... a fun, we have a fun idea for something to film oh. while we're there. Too. We'll leave that yes. tease right there then for yes. you. Um, That's what we call in the business a tease, you see. A tease. Got a tease In the biz. <laughs> in the show for business. Okay. <laughs> biz is short for video. Con is short for conference. And biz is short for yes. business. Yes. Thank now you. Now that we're clear on that. Clear. We got the lingo. The lingo. Good. Yeah, exactly. Um, lingo short for language. Stop it. <laughs> We we wrote this like outline thing um, last week and it said direct next week question mark. We, we question were right. Lol. There is a direct. Yeah. We'll save it for the direct. news though. We'll save it for the save news. For the news. Like, we'll talk all about. That. Wow, yes. Nintendo, you really like to 
really like to zag and thinking different. And we think you're gonna zig. Yeah. Um, but speaking of VidCon, oh. back to the vid and the cons. Our story time this week it actually has nothing to do with VidCon. But it, it does take place in and around right, right, VidCon. right, right. Yes. Uh, this is an interesting story, yes. I think. So, so Vid, VidCon, VidCon is at the Anaheim Convention Center, mm-hmm. which is the exact same place that BlizzCon used to happen. That's right. And we went to BlizzCon. What year was that? Was that 2018? Yes. The, yes. year, the year that Diablo was there on Switch. On Switch, yeah. Right, because we mm-hmm. did a video there. It's a great video. You should go back and watch yeah. it. Yeah, Lee was in the video. She did right. a beautiful cosplay. That was really incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Um, we'll link the video. Anyways, yeah. yeah. But we were there um, with our, you know, usually we run a pretty tight ship, and it's like us and maybe one other person. Mm-hmm. We had kind of a bigger group with us this time did, from yeah. the group that's called the Content Lab. Yeah, they used to be like our production team. Right, they're like just went into minute yeah, videos. They're like the AV team at Nintendo. They do most of the videos Amazing work, that you see yeah. on the Nintendo YouTube channel. Great yeah. people, great jobs. Um, yeah. So they were with us. Yeah, yeah, we were um, doing sort of this like on the road, sort of like. A more involved vlog, right? Um, and we were, you know, we had a bigger team with us, so there were some some newbies with us um, yeah. on the on the production side that we had, we don't didn't know too well, right? I think we had three people. Two of them we know pretty well. One we didn't. Right. So he was right. like the wild card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. And. You know, we we had been to Anaheim more recently, so we were having a break. And it's like, oh, you know, we got lunchtime. What are we going to do? And yep. we said, oh. Well, we know exactly where to go. There's mm-hmm. this Mexican place down the street that is incredible that we yeah. will be going to this week, by the way. We will be. We'll, we'll definitely take you with right. us there because it's awesome. Yeah, just like a little hole-in-the-wall place. But we had gone yeah. there for a VidCon earlier, and I had what I call the magic burrito. Yes. That place has, like, the most incredible burritos where it is so delicious, and you're so satiated from eating right. the burrito that you're, like, not hungry again for... I ate that burrito at lunch... And I did not eat for at least 24 hours after that. Yeah. I didn't need to. You didn't I was feel, like, I'm perfectly you, you full. You felt great. I'm perfectly, I'm energized, I'm good. Yeah. It's, it's like, usually it's like, like our, um, the last day, because we'll, we'll eat lunch and then get on the plane. Right. It's like the world of J.R.R. Tolkien. The <laughs> elves made the Lembus bread, where if you just ate a, a little, little crumb, bit. you would You're be like nourished. nourished. And have, you'd be Yes, exactly. So this yeah. this is the this magic is exactly burrito. exactly that. It's a breakfast burrito for, for those who want to know. It's very. It seems very simple. But it's something it's about got eggs, it. potato, bacon, some salsa, and some guacamole. But yeah. the way they do it, the way they concoct it, I don't it, know what they're doing back incredible. there. But yeah. they have other delicious things on the menu that that we yeah. usually so it's get it's to. just across Anyways. the board good. But anyway, we so we get in there, we get very, settled. D- like again, like a very small little Unassuming, place in yeah. a strip mall. Right. You sort of go in, you order your food at the counter, um, and then you sit down at these, like, there's not very many tables in there. I would say maybe, like, four. Yeah. 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 Right. So we we order, we sit down, we're waiting. Yeah. And we're just having some conversation. And we notice, like, this guy is having a conversation with the guy on the other side of the counter. Right. And it's getting a little bit heated. It is. You can hear the voices starting to raise. There's some... Right argument right, happening. Right, But the, the, uh, the, the conversation is happening in Spanish. Right. So I have extremely basic Spanish uh, <laughs> abilities. I did not know what they were saying, but yeah. it seemed to be getting more escalating more, quickly. Yeah, exactly. Right. More and more aggressive. Right. Sure. So everybody's just kind of like, oh, what's going on here? What's this all about? But yeah. but nobody's paying it too much mind because it's like, all right, whatever. Who knows yeah, what maybe just about. an angry customer. Right, like, right. Oh, well, whatever. Like that happens. Yeah. yeah. So, so the guy leaves. And we're like, all right, well, that's this random course. Done, over and done with. But then, like five minutes later, he comes back. 
Right. And it's even more animated. Yeah. And we're starting to wonder, like, is this, what's going to happen here? <laughs> right, right. And at this point, we had gotten our food. Right. So we've all started to, like, eat and yeah. become entranced by the food. Right. Enchanted by right. the magic burritos. Yeah. While this was still happening. So there's, you know, this guy has been aggressively like pacing back and forth right. in the restaurant. Right. The staff has has asked this person to leave right. multiple times at this point yeah. and he refuses to. Right. So there is definitely a sense of like wait a second, is it like a fight going to break right. out? It's like, like, it's what's like we're all trying to mind our business but also the side of our like what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. 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 While eating. While while eating. So I was like more I feel like I was more concerned about the eating than I was really about the danger, which is very much yes. like my MO. Right. But we were also with our new content lab right. friends. Right. And the the one person that we did not know so well. Yeah. Um, he, wasn't clear, ta- he wasn't taking it well. Clearly has not been in kind of a situation like this before. In a rumble? In a fracas? <laughs> he hasn't, he's not dangerous like you. In a brouhaha? <laughs> he's, he's not, you know... Snap down the alley, no, so no. He's, he's not yeah. used to this. And he, I, I'm sitting right across from yeah. him, and he looks... He's visibly shaken. Visibly. Yeah. Like, ashen in right. the face, just, like, colors not, draining. Not talking, but just looking, like, terrified. Terrified, right. yeah. yeah. So, But this is only phase two of this altercation. Right, right. So... Again, that kind of works itself out. The guy leaves again. Right. They they ask him to leave. Right. Again. So he does this, leave. This is like the second right. time now. Uh, now everybody's like, whew, that was weird. Yeah. Every, like everybody in the restaurant's like, gosh. Again, the restaurant has like 10 people. Glad that's over. Yeah. But it's not. No. No. And the staff is, is also like, you know, there's there's they're trying to handle it, but they're also like right. in, interacting with us. Because right. we're literally like a, you know, tw- yeah. a foot away from them. Right, right. So they're like, it's yeah. okay, don't worry, you know. So I forget what happened next, but I think at some point they saw him coming back and, and they, they locked the they door. They proactively locked the door. So at this point we are all locked We're in locked to this restaurant, this restaurant and this guy is like pacing outside. But he's even he's, more angry than and he's ever. He's like going crazy. He's going nuts. Right. And there's a there's a liquor store like next yeah. to it, next to the the burrito yeah. place. And they're locking their doors too. Everybody is just locking so that down. whole strip right. mall, mall is like right. locking it down. There's a couple other little restaurants there, right. like family-owned right. places. So on one hand, it's like, all right, well, he's not in here with us. That's good. But is he going to start like smashing windows? We're, and, we're like, sitting ducks in here if this guy decides to really do something out of control. And you know, <laughs> see, yeah, it's yes. like you, you can't. <laughs> this is America. This is America. <laughs> yes. So there's there's really no yes, like we have certain issues in America yeah. <laughs> that happen. <laughs> there's really like. Anything could happen right. kind of is, right. is the feeling, right. right? Like, you're just like, oh. Right. Um, and I remember they said, like, oh, we're calling security. Well, yeah. But it wasn't the police. It was, it was like the we're, mall. It was calling, like, the strip mall security. The it's mall like, cop. Uh, I'm like, should you maybe just call the cops? I don't know. Yeah, let's maybe skip ahead a few steps <laughs> <laughs> because this is like, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. So they did call security. They yeah. do show up. They're, they're like, Like, pretty, 10 minutes later, though. 10 min- and then, but they're, like, standing there. Now they're walking around outside right. of the strip right. mall. This guy has been asked to yeah, leave. There's a lot of, sir, sir, please leave. Leave, please, sir. Please, you yeah. have to leave, sir, sir, sir. And this guy is just like <laughs> yeah. fighting, like right. flinging them off of him. They're trying to like sort of like gently yeah. steer him away. And right. he's like freaking out right. basically. Right. And at this point, our poor content lab person. He was shaking. He His hands were he like. He was hands were, he's he's holding, holding this burrito. burrito. And shaking. And his hands were shaking. <laughs> I had 
already finished my You were done. You seemed completely fine. I was fine. I don't care. Yeah, what was you on, on a 1 to 10 concern level? How, how high did you get on this? Maybe a 4. I think I was maybe a 5, Yeah, two. I was too entranced right. by the food, right. honestly, like, to actually care. Right. Now, again, if this guy had come back and he had, like, a half dozen people with him, then maybe that would be a different story. It's like, oh, this Whoa. is, again, the escalation has continued. Yeah. But eventually yeah. he left... Eventually, they unlocked the doors. Yeah, we had to wait in there for quite a while. Uh, yeah, yeah. We were, like, stuck inside this yeah, restaurant. Yeah, like we had finished, and we were just kind of twiddling our thumbs. Yeah, and we were waiting for, like, the security to give, like, the, kind of, like, right. the all clear right, almost. Right, and it right. was, like, very, like, towards the end, I was like, can we can we leave? Yeah, or, yeah. like, what's going on? I did definitely have my head on a swivel as we were getting out of there. I was like, we're going to get jumped out of some. I know, because we were, we were, jump walk, out of the dumpster. We were, like, walking back yeah. to the convention right. center. It wasn't like we were getting into a car and driving no, away. No, we are just walking place. back, yeah. And, of course, I mean, once we were walking out of there, everyone was, like, kind of, like, a little shaken yeah. still, I think. People were still, like, unlocking the other stores right. and all that stuff. So, yeah, that was weird. I hope that doesn't happen to us again. Well, we're going back either way, so. I mean, of course, obviously. <laughs> I would never, like, crime stop me from doing <laughs> I'm going to commit some crime to that burrito. <laughs> I'm going to devour that thing. <laughs> a crime against humanity. Yeah, a crime of passion. <laughs> So our story time has nothing to do with video games, but it happened to us on a business trip. We told some people back at Nintendo they were they were horrified. Horrified, yeah. They're like, oh my goodness, your lives yeah. are in danger. Nintendo does have like interesting little like travel policies. Like for example, for like to, to mitigate danger, mm. like executives cannot fly on the same flight. Oh, like, sure. Like things like that. Right, so right, there, right. We, once we did like tell people. I think they were like, you guys should have reported this. Like, this is ter- like horrible. Like, you, this, you do not follow the safety protocol. I'm like, what's the safety protocol? Eh, yeah. I was eating a burrito. Like, <laughs> go away. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, there is like, yeah. you're, you're supposed to like, you know, do something. When yeah. it, it's that kind of situation. Know. The mean streets of Anaheim, a block from Disneyland. Yeah, Mickey's going <laughs> to pow right yeah, in the kisser. Mickey, Mickey's street justice, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. That is the story time for today. I'm just really hungry for a magic burrito. Um, Good thing we can eat. May never eat again. A gross pizza instead. (laughs) So, on that note. All right. Shall we move on to our... Our character bracket. TMNT character... I have this, like, whole setup here. So, we've done a couple of these before. It's Mm. a bracket. We have eight characters. Yes. Um, and each round, we're rating them from one to five on a yes. different criteria. Yes. So let me just run through the characters that we have. Yes. We have Raphael, my favorite. Leonardo, Michelangelo, Donatello. Of course, we have the four turtles. Mm-hmm. We have four others. We have Splinter, April O'Neil, Shredder, and we have combined, in a controversial move, Rocksteady and Bebop They into do a show up together a lot, Look, so is it controversial or is it not? I mean, I if think. we were in one of these brackets, maybe we'd be listed together too, right? Oh, I don't want right? to be listed. Oh, you don't like this. See, this is why it's controversial. Okay. So, the uh, rating criteria for the first round is, who would you least like to fight? Yeah, who would you least right. like to fight? me, personally. You personally. So, if you rate somebody a five, you are terrified to fight this person. Exactly. Right. One being the lowest, five being the right. highest, obviously. Round two. Who would you most like to eat some pizza with? So, we're going this from... This is a personality. We're going from uh, something that's unpleasant to something that is pleasant. Unless it's a gross pizza. Unless it's a weird pizza. And then our final round is just called the Cowabunga Factor. Yes. Which is undefined. It's undefined and it can be interpreted in your own way. We can all define it in our own different ways, but it's the Cowabunga Factor. It's like, for me, 
I'm just going to say it's like more like coolness factor. You don't need to tell me. You don't need to explain yourself. But, but you, I think we should. You know, it, you know it when you see it. It is personally important to each of us. Cowabunga. I have put right. the names here. We'll randomly seat it. Yes. Why don't here we you go. pull and I'll, re I'll write it. Because these matchups cannot be biased in That's any right. way. Number one, April O'Neil. Oh, boy. I'm going to put these on Rob's head. Okay. <laughs> versus? Next, versus Michelangelo. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, uh -oh. I don't know why I'm saying uh-oh. <laughs> uh, next matchup, Rocksteady and Bebop. Versus Splinter. Oh. Oh. The, uh, an unusual matchup. unusual matchup. One on one side and one on the other side. Next. Of good and evil. Raphael, again, my favorite. The best turtle. Not really. Ugh. Versus Donatello. Ooh, oh! Turtle on turtle. I think, well, I think this other one's going to be... That's interesting how all the turtles... Oh, no, they didn't. I'm wrong. I'm completely wrong. The no, last this is two actually perfect. are... Should be Leonardo, Leonardo and Splinter. And, I'm no, sorry, uh, Shredder. Leonardo and Shredder, yes. Wow. This is a great matchup. Let me look at the Raphael matchup again because I'm invested in this. Rafa you spelled Raphael wrong, first of all. Oh, whoops. I was like, how did I spell Your personal it? biases are sinking in. I can't Peach. let you write. I can't Raph. let you run this. This is a R-A-P-H. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you, are you ready? In round one, we are rating who would you least like to fight? Yeah. All right. So starting with April O'Neil, what's, what's your score on her? She can hold her own. Absolutely. April O'Neil, she got... She's she, a little overpowered in this. She's actually pretty Shredder's overpowered revenge in this, in this she's game. She's really, yeah. really powerful. Hit but, you with that boom mic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That microphone can be very painful. Deadly. But I don't think she... Well, both, Michelangelo has a very good personality, too. So like none of these would be... I would... Yeah. April, maybe a four? Of you... You would not want to fight her? No. Oh. Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight her. Because she's going to beat you up? Or? Yeah. Oh. It's going to hurt. I gave her a one, actually. Because out of all of these people... Really? Well, again, I mean, in the context of the game she's fighting, but she's a reporter. She's not out making street fights. She's not a ninja. But she could, though. She could, but she's not a ninja. And she, if she did... She's not a mutated would... rhinoceros. If she she's not did, a guy with, with knives all over his arms, like Shredder. <laughs> not a ninja master All right, like so I'm going to give her a four. You're going to give her I a give one. I gave her a one. Wow, we really... Okay. Showing some disagreement here. And then uh, <clears throat> Michelangelo. I gave a three, two, so we're going to right down the middle. Okay. Why is that? I, don't, I wouldn't say he's the best fighter of the Ninja Turtles. Excuse me? He does wield the nunchaku. The, the, <laughs> See, the nunchakus, you, not this, the nunchucks. This is something I tell you about at least once a month. You do, really. I don't know There's why. There's three levels of nunchucks. It's nunchucks. No. It's numchuck. One is numchuck, <laughs> which is you're completely wrong. You, you don't know what you're talking about. Stop <laughs> talking about nunchaku if you call it <laughs> numchucks, okay? Two, nunchucks. Nunchuck. The, pr the, proper, the name. proper way. Is it proper, though? Because... The, the third level, Nunchaku. Nunchaku. It's very, it's yes. very high power. Yeah, that's like, that's got some real, I studied the blade energy <laughs> while you were out of the <laughs> I party. Trained I trained with the Nunchaku. On the, the top of the mountain right. in silence. I'll be honest, I did look up some YouTube videos for, for Nunchuck, like, Master Exhibition and Psy Master Exhibition. And? Um, Could you do it? 
No, I don't oh. want to learn these. The Does nunchuck. I have tried the nunchuck it's before. It's going to hit yourself in the face. You're high risk of hurting yourself. Yeah, that thing is very thing, dangerous. You get that thing swinging around. It's hard to stop. It's hard to. It's like momentum. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. The so, scythe is okay because. Well, I mean, that's just like a knife. Yeah. I mean, you could you could poke yourself. But you're not like swinging it around crazy. Oh, sure. These people were. These people were Ew. going crazy. Okay. I'm Anyhow, gonna, I'm giving Michelangelo a four. Okay. Another four, and you're giving. So me add them up. We got five for mm-hmm. April. And a seven for Michelangelo. Okay, so, so he moves, moves on. on. Good. Mikey. Mikey. Okay, I'll just write Mikey. <laughs> Mikey. <laughs> round two. No, round round one. Our, our next matchup in round yes. one. Yes. Rocksteady and Bebop versus Splinter. Okay. All right. Well. 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 Well, the two of them together is quite formidable. I'm going to give them a five. I gave them a five, too. That's pretty scary. Because you're right. It's a two-on-one matchup. Yeah. I don't want to be sat on by a rhinoceros. It's a giant mutated rhinoceros and warthog. <laughs> I wouldn't want to deal with that. It's scary. Maybe we miscalculated putting them together. Well. But again, this is very scientific, so I can't argue with the method. The methodology. The methodology please, has been set. Please read our, our preprint. It's been peer-reviewed our by pa- the FDA. Our, our white paper. By the FDA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why the FDA? Don't ask. <laughs> These are government protocols, okay? The Food and Drug Administration has has reviewed our preprint. Peer review. Of course, yes, of course. Um, Very, very much. So that's versus Splinter. Splinter is a ninja master. The sensei. He is a sensei. What is your number? He could really, he could turn up. But what's your number? Splinter. Four. Oh. I gave Splinter a two because I think he would want to de-escalate. He sees violence as a last resort. Okay, that's an interesting. Yeah. So, like concept. the guy in the other counter with the burrito, he would try and talk him down. But I feel like he would if you. But if you if, pushed him, if you had to, if you pushed him to fight, that's, right. this is what the question is about. Listen, it's not about what he would do in a fight. It's whether or not once you got into a fight, if you want to fight him. Listen, I, re- and I don't want to. I rewatched the first Ninja Turtles movie where he throws Shredder into a garbage truck, which promptly crushes him. Exactly, he's gonna do that to you. Look, your head's gonna get crushed in a garbage this, truck. How is this movie rated PG? I, that was my big takeaway from We're this movie. We're tougher as kids back Why? then. We really put up with a lot more. We should. Wow. These kids are all soft. I mean, this would be rated like R oh, today. Oh, no. I can't oh. watch a cartoon that's he a got, little bit violent. He got crushed in a dumpster. Wah, wah, wah. We're going to get canceled now. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, God forbid we show oh, them no. anything that is a little bit... Ooh. Anyways. Right. Um, okay. Um, so that's a 10... For Rocksteady. Ooh, Rocksteady, really. Uh, Rocksteady and okay. Bebop really taking this one. Take that. Ten and six. So All then, right, back to sipping tea for Splinter here. He's fine. He's he's very busy. Next, <clears throat> we have Raphael versus Donatello. Oh, so this is a very interesting I gotta matchup. say, if, if, if Raphael does not move on here, I'm going to be upset. He needs to at least get out of the first round. Don't sabotage me. Sabotage. Do not sabotage me as you're known to do. Think back right. to whether you antagonized me this morning. What's your number? I didn't antagonize you at all. I give all the. I feel like I'm giving the tur- the turtles like a kind of a same number of a four. For these. Okay, I gave him a four too. Because I feel like they all have like similar abilities. Yeah. Where yeah, like it's it's not like they don't shredder. Th- they don't though. I mean, but they they will take it for me. Fine, four. <laughs> a full blown expert on turtle. You gave turtle- it a four, but then I also gave Donatello a four. Because again, I'm giving the turtles the same okay. score. Okay. Uh, what did I give? Fighting. I gave Donatello a three. Ooh. Oh, see, 
Because again, it's, Why? it's really like the intimidation factor. It's like a guy with a stick versus a guy with two knives. And I also know that Raphael has, he's like Wolverine. He's got the berserker rage that he can go into. Okay, that's a, that's fair, I guess. He fights, he fights with anger. I, I have to say that out of the four turtles, Donatello is the one that I feel is most not, like, I guess Mikey is very, like, his personality is very, right. like, cool, like, laid-back surfer. But I don't know why. I feel like Donatello is very, like, I'm not going to fight you. Well, he has the intellect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, like, the scientist. Right. Again, he would he would look to get out of this as quickly as possible using his intellect. he just, like, poke you with the stick. Yeah. Prod you away. <laughs> I mean, that stick could be pretty... I wouldn't want to get hit with a stick, honestly, but <laughs> what do I have in this fight? <laughs> just my fists? Just your fists, yeah. You my, don't have my, any special and my powers. my street toughs? Yeah. My street smarts? You're like the like the Nintendo ninjas. You, you have a oh, keyboard, gosh. but no monitor. I mean, I'd win, but it wouldn't be easy. Um, okay, so eight and so, seven. Narrow, right, so narrowly moves, moves on. Thank on. goodness. Raphael. Thank goodness. Okay, now we're down to Last Leonardo. Matchup. Ooh, and Shredder. Leonardo Ooh, and Shredder. Leonardo okay. might not make it out of this one. That's unfortunate. Ooh, um, the leader? Hopefully you have different ratings because I gave them both a five. Oh, I give, again, I'm giving all the turtles a four. And what did you give Shredder, though? I gave Shredder a five. Whew, okay, not a tie. We had not prepared for a tie. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> we always we should, but we... don't even have a coin. Yeah. We don't even have a smash we coin to flip. <laughs> okay, so you gave Leonardo a five, and you gave Shredder a five. I gave them both a five. Yeah. Leonardo has two... That's a tough one. ...katana swords. Yeah. Um, very intimidating. He, he is also the most skilled in terms of fighting. Like, he trains the most. He's the um, most serious about it. As a... Technical fighter, yes. Yeah. But again, he doesn't have the rage that Raphael does. The power, just the raw power. But like power. he just would, he would <clears throat> win on his merit of yeah. being like very good at what he does. I, right. 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 I I would think so. But anyways, he. Sorry. And again, Shredder is extremely intimidating. Well, Shredder is horrifying. A master fighter in his own right. So yeah. tough yeah. to choose. Yeah. Shredder is like there's. I think that's like maybe on this whole list the one that you don't want to meet mm-hmm. in a dark alley. Mm-hmm. At all. All right. <clears throat> well, good thing our second round is extremely different. So what are our matchups now? We have Michelangelo versus, versus Rocksteady and Bebop. Rocksteady and Bebop. And then Raphael versus Shredder. So you got like, yeah, turtle versus like villain. And again, this round is who would you most like to eat pizza with? Oh, easy. So. Mikey. Uh, well, I'm giving him a 10. Just kidding. I'm giving him a 5. What did you give him? Of course a 5. He is the, he is the most like. He loves pizza. That's like his thing. That's why I gave him a three. What? Don't make a food your whole identity. This is some life advice. No, you should make a food your identity. No. I disagree one, with this. One food? Like, I like noodles. But you don't eat nothing but noodles. You're but not... I eat noodles like almost every day. He's a little annoying about it. No, he isn't. Yeah. Don't... I don't think that's true at all. He just loves it. It's my number. You can't argue with you it. You can't do this to me. I did. I done it. You are terrible. You're doing this on purpose, the antagonist. Well, what do, well who, uh, what's the other one? It's uh, Rocksteady and Bebop. Yeah, I gave him well, a two. I gave him a two. I also gave him a two. First of all, again, there's two of them. They're going to eat all this pizza. They're, these are They're going to be gross. There's going to be nothing left. See, yeah. I don't like eating with people that are messy eaters. Yeah. Like, I don't need to sit next to you, you while the, you like. You get the mouth sounds, the slurpy sounds. Yeah, yeah. there's like sauce everywhere, cheese yeah. everywhere. Like, I, that sounds kind of gross. I'm not down with that. So, see, you get your way. Michelangelo moves Yay! on. Yay! Wait, what did you give him again? Throw a tantrum. Who? You gave him a two, I gave him a two. I right? gave them a okay. two, yes. I need to write this so down So eight later. versus four. Okay. Twice as much. Mikey. 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 Into the finals he goes. Wow. What if it's Mike, Mikey versus Raphael in the finals? I hope it is. You were, then the sabotage comes in. <laughs> I'm going to be upset. All right. Uh, Leonardo. Oh, no, wait, Raphael, wait, wait. Raphael versus Shredder. Versus Shredder. Eating. I gave Raphael a four. 
I give him a three. Raphael's my guy, so I just want to sit down and, and, and eat and hang eat out. some pizza with him, have a good hang. Yeah. I think he's like he's fine. Like I mean, down the kind of down the middle again. All right, like, fine. He's you know he's like he's fine. Like I'll eat the pizza. And Shredder, I gave. Well, what did you give? Wouldn't you want to know? I do want to know. You tell me first. I gave him a two. I gave him a two as well. Yeah, he's not fun. Yeah. He's not a good hand. I don't want to hang out with him. He probably doesn't even like pizza. No, he probably no. wants to eat like evil. He wants, eat, to, he wants to eat evil? <laughs> he wants to eat like, like slime. He's or like, this is not part of my designated training program. I know, right? I've devoted he, 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 my he's life. He's like on a juice cleanse yeah. or something. He's like, he's on Soil, the, soil. He's on the Jack, Jack Dorsey, like, <laughs> like, like, the, what's yeah. it, the, the 1080 fast He'd be or whatever like, this is, called. this is poison for your body. Yeah. Like, he's like, this here. is not, my body's a temple. Like, he'd be annoying about it. Get okay. Out of here with this. So, Raphael moves on. In the final round. Oh. oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've been waiting for to sabotage I can't me. believe this is happening, first of all. I can't believe it. I know how this is going to go. Uh, final round. So it's... it's Cowabunga Factor. Five. Mikey versus five. Raphael. Five, 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 five. And the Cowabunga Factor. Five. Obviously five. Uh... I, again, I hope you have... I gave them both a four. So I hope you have different numbers. I gave Mikey a five. Okay. You gave Mikey a four. I gave Raphael a four. Who? And you gave so Raphael by one. A four. All right, Mikey is fine. our winner. I, will, I won't be too upset about that. <gasps> wow! Michelangelo wins. Yay! Of course he does. In our He's video, clearly the best. In our video, you're going to be playing as Michelangelo. I'm going to be playing as Raphael. Well, maybe I'll win there, and you're going to be eating the dirty pizza. <laughs> this is where the sabotage goes awry. Uh, well, that was fun. The winner um, is the. I mean, the correct the correct turtle. I just got a phone call from the FDA. The methodology was all wrong. <laughs> we have to do it again. We just redo yeah. it. <laughs> Michelangelo is not the winner, unfortunately. The head of the FDA, who's who's my guy. The results. Yeah, the, the, the results voting, are the, in. The, the voting results have been tampered with. <laughs> Prognosis negative from the FDA. Okay. Okay. Well, let us know if you agree. Who is your favorite character or turtle? Let us know in the comments. There's a lot of turtles characters. Maybe there's one that we forgot. Well, there's a lot of um, like classic enemies that we didn't put in here because there's too yeah. many yeah so we, we kind of baxter stockman just missed the cut baxter yeah, yeah. rat king not rat a big king. fan no krang Krang. Eh. Oh, krang's, a robot. krang's good yeah there's a krang's a little guy in his stomach in the robot's stomach that's true the little that's brain krang. thing yeah yeah i don't like him he's gross well good transition to what we're playing because what we're playing is ninja turtles <laughs> <laughs> shredder's revenge i am at the last level this game's longer than i thought I'm doing so good. You spoiled me. I did. I'm but sorry. I didn't, I didn't care. I'm sorry. I didn't know that you were. I thought you were going to be like way ahead of me when I talked to you this weekend. No, well, you well, were not. Well, I've been playing. I've been going back and playing levels with different characters because yes. I wanted to see what they're all about. Yeah, that's good. <clears throat> um, I've been testing out some different characters too. Yeah. But I still like Michelangelo the best. I like how you can do like once you play with them a lot, like you do um, kind of level them up. Yeah. That's a like nice incentive, and it's like yeah. fun to go back with the other characters and like level them up too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I will. I'm, I'll be done with the story mode, I think, very soon. Um, but I'm definitely going to go back and play, replay the levels with different characters. Yeah, and none of the level up stuff is like you don't get that overpowered. It's like right. hey, you get one more hit point, or there's like a move that you can do that you couldn't do before. Yeah, but it's a, it is enough to give you. Incentive you get to, one to more keep life, going. a couple more lives. Yeah, 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 right. Are you playing yeah. the game on normal mode? Mm -hmm. Me too. Yeah, just yeah. normal. Yeah, and there is a hard mode. I haven't tried that yet. Yeah, I don't yeah. Need that. I don't know if, how different that might feel like, but 
Um, but yeah, I think they really captured it like so well. Yeah. Like it just feels like an old arcade game, like an, a game from you know that era. I love the, you know, like the little cutscenes in between with like the like you know the characters and all that stuff. And yeah, it's like fun little secrets to discover and little collectibles. And yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome. What's interesting is I was a little more excited for the Cowabunga collection, right. which was the compilation of all the older games, right. than I was for this. And I don't know why. I mean, I, was, I thought this was a cool announcement. It was definitely on my radar, but I was like, oh, you know, I have such great memories for those older games. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want to go back to those, even though, honestly, a lot of those don't hold up very well. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the original arcade game, it's very, like... You can compare Konami, this is a Konami arcade game versus Capcom arcade games. And I think yeah. the, the Capcom ones are, you know. Are definitely better. They're better. like, yeah. and, and the Konami ones are definitely like more button mashy, more like quarter, right. quarter munching. Where it's yes. like, no matter what, you're going to have some cheap deaths that you can't do anything about. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. it's fun. You know, I sometimes I go to those like little arcade bars that they have yeah. these days. And it's like, now that I'm an adult, I don't yeah. care. I'm just going to put $40 in right. and play this game. But yeah. as a kid, it's like. It sucked, you know. Yeah. Like you don't, you can't right, do it. Right, right. You know, right. So, so again, I, I was looking forward to that more. But then, you know, when this game came out and I saw how excited people were for it, and I started reading the views. I was like, oh gosh, yeah, I've, I've been a little bit sleeping on this game. Yeah, yeah. I was like confused actually with the announcement. I was like, wait, which one is this one? And it was, one? yeah, it was hard to keep. It track, was a little yeah. bit confusing, but um, yeah, I, you know, I definitely like grew up in the Ninja Turtles yeah. era. Like I watched the cartoons as a kid, and I used to play the arcade games so like i do love that the nostalgia factor is completely like they it's such a love letter to that you know it's so well done like you wouldn't be able to tell really yeah the era of the game is like set in that like early 90s yeah because where you go into like you know like an electronic store and all the tvs are like old timey yeah like cr tvs yeah yeah that is nice that they have not like tried to modernize it at all exactly the mall still i love the mall yeah that's my favorite level we're gonna be playing that level for sure because it is such like the classic early 90s mall with the names of the food court names of the stores is like perfect i just yeah they got it got it just right Mm -hmm. and i like how they added some of the other playable characters Mm mm-hmm so this is a six-player mode. I don't know if you dabbled with that I at all. I tried that, and it did not work for me very well. Like, I just kept getting really... It was, like, very frenetic, and I yeah. was getting, like, pretty confused, like, where my character was. Like, I was losing myself, yeah. like, pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah, I did one level online, finding a six-player game. Um, there was some, like... I got some crashes and stuff like that. The game has some issues with the online play. Yeah. Yeah, it, like... It seems for me, if, if you were not joining a game from character select, the game would just crash. Exactly. Like, yeah. like not even just like a disconnector, like the whole game would just like, yep, yep. kick mine, you back to the menu. crash like a couple of times. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully they fix that. Yeah. But yeah, like up to four players seemed really good. Mm-hmm. But five and six players, I agree, is too, it's too much. much. <laughs> even like four players, I think is really the max. I think, yeah. I think actually two players is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like that is how I would prefer to mm-hmm. play the whole game. Right. Playing by yourself is actually really, I, I mean, I'm playing, like, the whole, I played the whole story by, by myself. Right, You know, right. and it's fine to get through it. No, you don't, there's no issues. Like, yeah. there's definitely, like, it's definitely challenging, you know, and um, there's some levels I have to replay again because I didn't make it through the first mm-hmm. time. So it doesn't feel, like, like too easy as, you know, as, or, or too hard as a single-player game. Right. 
Um, but yeah, the six player one was a little too much for me, for yeah. sure. And there is a good amount of depth to it that it's yeah. kind of up to you how much you want to get into it. Like you can definitely 21 just... 21 combos button mash. to learn. You can definitely button mash through it. But I saw like, there's that guy on Twitter, Sunni Legend. I love that guy. He, he does like right. all the Elden Ring, like beautiful plays yeah. or whatever. He did a video. I was su- April yeah. video, I was right? surprised that he did it for this game too, but he did some cool stuff. Yeah, like the way that he can do the combos where you can just basically like... Punt the character in the yeah, air for like keep, fifty-one hits keep or whatever. Yeah. Like I, t- I tried that a little bit. Like yeah, you yeah. can it's kind of fun to mess right, around, right. Like, you know, with that. But yeah, I think I, I definitely did not learn all twenty-one combos. But I do I do appreciate like you have to still like watch the enemy. The enemies will behave differently and like kind of strategize a little bit on how to defeat them. Yeah. So there's still a little bit of like skill involved. And yeah, it's not yeah. just like let me just mash the Y button, you know, right. the whole time. Yeah, it's good. Whatever. I mean, beat-em-ups are one of my favorite genres growing up, but they just, it's hard to go back to some of those games because they don't have enough to them in a lot of cases, right. and it gets it repetitive. Gets a little bit or, repetitive, kind of boring. Or boring. Yeah. Um, so I, I really appreciate it being there. And unlike some of the older games, the Turtles do have some little differences mm-hmm. in, like, some of the, like, double jump attacks that they can do. Yeah. Or, like, the one if you push the two buttons together, the kind of, like, uppercut It's type. basically like um, Samus' a B. I love yeah. that move, yeah. actually. Yeah. It's really cool. And then there's, like, you know, there's, like, some good dodging and rolling you right. can do. Right. And some of the, like, I like that headbutt move yeah. that he does. Yeah. Like, it's really nice to be able to, like, get across the screen yeah. in different ways. And they're all rated, like, speed, power. Yeah. What's, what's the third one? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I can't remember either. Yeah, so there's enough. And they, and they do feel different enough that it's like, all right, I, I can find the character mm-hmm. that I like the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it Raphael that you like the best? I, I like Raphael a lot. I think Leonardo is really good. Okay. April is good. I didn't like Splinter. He was so slow. I don't like how yeah. one of his moves, he bites somebody either. Yeah. For a ninja master. Can do more than bite. It's a little bit like lowbrow yeah. for him. I have yeah. not unlocked Casey Jones yet, though. Who maybe that's like once you yet. beat the game, I haven't beaten it yet. Yeah, I haven't either. So. But I definitely want to get him and, and yeah. try him. So. Yeah, I've tried um, April, um, Leonardo, and Michelangelo the most. Yeah, and all three of them I think really hold up mm-hmm. really well, and they're yeah they're different enough where it feels. Like I, I can definitely go through the game again as a different character right. and, and be worth it. You know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like bored or anything. Like right, that. right. So, yeah, yeah. They, and they've done a good job of of weaving in all the different like characters mm-hmm. from the cartoon. Some of which I, I really had to. I was like, who was that? Who was that like, again? Oh, that was from a really late season that yeah. I was kind of half paying attention to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of the enemies, I'm like a little fuzzy on for sure. I'm like the Foot Clan. Well, I know the fuck plan, obviously. <laughs> but like some of the like some even some of the characters you like find in the levels, oh, yeah. like, oh, you need to find her diary or you right, need to find this right. person's like VHS tapes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's VHS. I love the VHS tapes. <laughs> VHS. The VHS tapes. Do kids know what that yeah. is nowadays? Mm. Oh boy. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a good way to learn. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I love it. I am yeah, I'm close to beating the game. I'm definitely gonna keep replaying it though. Yeah, it's yeah, great. It's no, so it, fun. And it also fits very well into what we talked about last week of just like fun game, fun, fun, yeah. Fun games for the summer. It feels like such a summer game. Yeah. Like all the things that you like, the Coney Island level. Yeah, it's like you're on summer vacation from school. You're on vacation from school. You're just going to be like hanging out with your friends and playing this game, eating pizza and Mm -hmm. stuff. It's so nice. I love it. It's great. You. You have nothing else on this list. I'm still playing Diablo Immortal. Okay. I'm level 50 now. Yeah. Slightly crazy. Are you broke for microtransactions? No, I have not paid a single dime. The discourse on those continues to rage on. You don't have to pay, guys. That's the big secret. 
I mean, your character won't yeah. look as cool. You don't have. You don't get to ride the big horse, but yeah. you can still do everything. I've been. It's kind of like my whole thing with um, Pokemon Unite. Mm -hmm. I'll just go in yeah. every day yeah. and like collect my like little daily rewards and play. I usually do like one quest and then like one rift. Mm -hmm. It's like thirty minutes. I was like on the bus the other day, and yeah. I was like, "I'll just play this on the bus, like for like a couple, you know, for a little yeah, while." And yeah. it was—it's perfect because it's just on your phone. And mm -hmm. It's super easy. So mm -hmm. I really like it. Good. You're never gonna play with me, are you? I didn't say that. I've just—I I, have—all I, of a sudden, there's a lot to play. I feel. I'm playing this. I'm playing Firewatch. I want. I strangely really want to play some Fortnite out of the blue. Is it summary? That's a, it another, is definitely summary. Person said that it was like summer. Also, they don't they don't have the build. mode They have the anymore, no build mode, which is nice. Which I would is like cool. to do that. I mean, I did no build mode before they had no build mode. That's I was just right. like, I'm not. Yeah, gonna, but I'm, now that no one can build, it's right. like it makes it a little right. bit easier. Yeah, and I, I go back to Fortnite like every six months. Yeah, and I have a good, I have a good time with it. It's just a good like hangout game. It's like that game and then Rocket League. It's like you go back like every season yeah, to yeah. do like the Christmas Rocket League or like the right, Fortnite summer right. stuff. So I mean, I, I I probably won't play it for more than a week, yeah. but I just kind of have the itch to go back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to juggle all this. So the other game I'm playing right now is Firewatch, which was on our summer games mm -hmm. list. Um, yeah, I played this game when it came out. And I had very fond memories of it. And then you played it again on Switch, right? Yeah, so I played it before, I think it was PS4 when yep. it came out there. Now I'm playing it on the Switch. Mm -hmm. I had bought the Switch version but hadn't played it. Yeah. Um, I played it on Switch because I didn't play the PS4 version. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I played that game yeah. um, when it came out on Switch. That was a little bit later to the to the game than you mm -hmm. were. But, um, yeah. but yeah. This game is really like a masterpiece. Um, I usually don't like games like this where it's like you know people call them like a walking simulator where yeah. you're just walking around doing stuff and some you're like talking to people right but um the characters and the actors they chose for those characters are so good the yeah. writing is so good it's a beautiful game because you're, really you're in this beautiful. you're in this national park um and even on Switch, like, the graphics are really mm -hmm. great like i've been taking screenshots of all the yeah. vistas like we were talking about before it just like even not just beyond the the way the game looks, like the feeling right. of like the summer heat, right? And that like I don't know even know how to describe it, but like that is they somehow capture that, that so perfect. well in yeah. the game. Now I have a question for you about this game. So a lot of it, obviously, the environment and all this stuff is like a big part of it, mm -hmm. but an another like significant part of the game is like the story yeah. twists. So now that you are replaying it, are you finding it? Like, do you remember what's happening, or has it been long enough where yeah. you're like the story twists are still like interesting to you? Yeah, the, no, there's there's one scene I remembered that's like kind of like a jump scare thing. Yeah, that I was like, oh, that's coming, that's coming. I was like bracing myself. Okay, for it. okay, so yeah, you do remember? Yeah, so I do remember that. I remembered, yeah, some of the story twists. I didn't love the first time through that now I'm finding don't bother me as much. Oh, that's interesting. It's kind of like because I know how it plays out. Yeah, because I don't feel like I remember it very well. I think I remember it pretty well. Okay. Um, and again, I didn't love it at the time, but now it's like, oh, I know where, I know how this is going to resolve itself, and I and I okay. remember the resolution being satisfactory. So it's almost like watching rewatching a movie. Yes. Where you like the ending, right? Because I thought that I thought the direction it was going felt a little ridiculous, but again, there's a, there's a satisfying resolution to why yeah. it happens. I do remember. I I've, we're not going to spoil the game, but I remember that there was some significant parts in the game where I was like, oh, this is very different yeah. than what I 
was how I was yeah. expecting this to go. Right, right. Um, and like the character does go through some, mm-hmm. some stuff. Yeah. So, and the game's like you know three four hours, so it, it's like a super breezy thing to yeah. get through. Um, Did you finish it already? No, I, okay. I once I finished Ninja Turtles, I get back to it. Um, and this developer got acquired by Valve. Yeah. They had, they had they announced another game that they showed off at a Game Awards a few That's years right. ago. That's right, yeah. And I think they put that on... They think they were working on the VR like the... Half-Life Alex game. Yeah. It was the one that was like set in Egypt. Egypt. I was going to yeah. say it was like a, either met, like some sort of like Mesopotamia, like ancient... Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that game sees the light of day. Like that would be so. a real bummer if they're just like, well, we're just helping on whatever Valve's... Working on Dota or like I don't know like they Aww, really they seem such, to have something like, special. A unique creative perspective. Yeah, that's my like fear when these little studios get acquired. It's right, like, I don't want them to lose their personality. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah, I hope they're still. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember we both were like, oh, that's so cool. Like right, we like right. the studios. Yeah, so. I'm glad to wait. However long it takes, I just hope it. Yeah, doesn't doesn't still... get scuttled. So they're like, oh, you know, you have to work on. Other things. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, we can so. talk to Eric about this. Tell us what's going on. I forgot about. Make that. it happen. Yeah. Um. Wow. Is that it? That's, that's all, it. That's all. We on to the newsy news. Yes. Let Let's talk about the. I had to make news. a last make second a, amendment to our news list here. Let's talk about this. This is interesting. The, so this uh, morning we got the Nintendo Direct. We we've been got waiting our for Nintendo Direct announcement. Oh wait. But it is obviously you guys know it's the Xenoblade Chronicles Three Direct, yeah. and it's going to be. Tw- I think they said about twenty minutes of yeah, roughly, roughly using always roughly, <laughs> roughly twenty, roughly minutes. twenty yeah. minutes of of uh, of footage, yeah. and it's going to be on June. Yeah. So that by the time you're listening to this, it's it's probably already happened. It's happened. So yeah. we're not going to get into a big like prediction of what the content of this is, no. but I th- but I think we want to yeah. talk about like you know where this leaves the whole. General direct, direct landscape it, for the rest what, what of the, the summer. You know, what is Nintendo up to? Yeah, really? why did they, why did they do this? Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Well, it, it is interesting. I think you know we were talking about June starting to feel a little bit Wild West ish mm-hmm. with people with all these different publishers, yeah. all the different showcases happening. No more ESA to kind of do traffic control. Mm-hmm. So. I can see Nintendo having some discussions around like wanting to sort of remove themselves from this yeah. altogether. Right. Um, I think th- this comes with it's good and bad. It comes with some things that you miss out on, and, and, and also, you know, if, if your goal is to kind of do something that is just standalone for for Nintendo, like that's good. But yeah, I think a lot of people were, were myself included, were like a little bit disappointed and just like. Kind of sad that it's like you you don't want to. You were sad. Well, a little bit like. Oh no! Definitely a little disappointed that they don't want they don't want to play nice with the group. Oh no! It's like you're at a birthday party. But we know that's what they do. You're such a loner. What Nin- the hell? Nintendo <laughs> knows what you want and they don't care. That's I a know, fact. I know, but it's like it's one of those things where like I I am still a big proponent of like let's come together as the oh, gaming right, industry. Right. Like we should. We're a small industry. Right. Like we want to feel like. If we want to be, you know, significant, like, let's pull the resources and make a big splash yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, play nice at the birthday party. Like, go play with your friends. Yeah. Like, don't be the loner in the corner. Right. But they don't want to be the loner in the corner. Mm-hmm. So, but, 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 that said, I get it. You know, they want to have their own, like, 
moment to、mm-hmm. do things without having to people to compare them against other things. And Nintendo's, we were talking about this before too. Like they're huge on like the whole expectation、right. management. They、surprise. don't. They want to surprise people. They don't want to. They don't. They don't want things、uh, like circumstances to make people feel disappointed.、Mm-hmm. And I think this is their solution. Yeah, is you know to really do something different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's a recognition that some parts of directs had been getting a little formulaic. Sure. And part of that was the timing. You know,、right. where you'd get the E3 direct, you get the September direct, you'd get the kind of like the February, February direct. Yeah. And like we were talking about this, like there were people online who would like very accurately predict. The date based on like, well, I've analyzed the last you know five、mm-hmm. years, and here's、yeah. when it's going to happen. And I didn't like that when I was there, and、I've, I'm sure that that was continuing、yeah. to grind their gears. So here they are saying like, well, here really is our chance to reset the expectations.、Mm-hmm. So you know we could just you know do what we've been doing and fall into this big pack, or we could really rethink our approach to this. And I also you know whenever. They announce these. It's always like focused on games coming this year, right? Well, I mean, what if the lineup for this year is is already set? Like maybe there's not some other big, you know, thing to slot in there. So maybe they'll just do these title directs for these big games. Sure. You know, maybe you know Xenoblade one week, Splatoon one week, maybe Bayonetta gets one. Yeah. And and that gets slotted in, and then it's like you know what? And then we'll have the big one in September, and we will talk about the stuff that's next year. Right. Right. And maybe that's how they're going to do it. That's interesting. That could、yeah. that's a, that would that's be a good a, way that's to an interesting way. And they did they did they did do this the year of the pandemic. But a lot of but that was driven by the pandemic. That was driven by the pandemic. But they do have a precedent of、yeah. doing these sort of smaller、right. drip feed title directs. Right. So they know how to do it. Is is what I'm saying. Yeah. Those. That's actually harder the, on the yeah, team. Th- those ended up being harder. Doing a, a actual direct、yeah. like that was kind of a nightmare. Those、actually. were mostly positively received, with a few exceptions. There was definitely a few exceptions. <clears throat> like there was like I think they did like a third party direct that、yeah. just didn't carry it. There, there was, was like the, a, that the horrible treehouse. There was live, the treehouse live with Bakugan the, with a surprise announcement at the end. Bakugan, <laughs> and then everyone was like, "Excuse us." That was hilarious. That was that was that a, was a real. When、yeah. We had a real like. <laughs> Uh, anyways, what、yeah. happened to Treehouse Live? By the way, where's Treehouse Live? Well, they're not doing a direct. Where's, where's, where's Bakugan? Where's the Xenoblade Treehouse Live? Where's the Hanafuda cards? Where's <laughs> all of it? Tell us. No,、um, we're just antagonizing them. That's not nice.、Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I remember. I mean, the pandemic was hard for many reasons, but and it did was the catalyst for doing these like、right. smaller title directs, and it it was tough on the team. You know, it really was like. This you're on this yeah treadmill. So you know that's where there are still people saying, oh, the 29th is still going to be the big one. Yeah. Two two directs in two weeks. There that's been, tough. There have been times where things like that have happened, but it does feel less likely. It does, yeah. And again, they want people to watch these directs. That's very close to this Fourth of July holiday. They want media to be available to cover exactly. it. Exactly. People might be like, "I'm on vacation." Exactly. That week is kind of like. I'm going to be on vacation that week. I mean,、so、all of us are going to be on vacation that week. We've been talking about that. that, like, that could、yeah. get dicey for us to really react to that. Yeah, I, I think on... it's pretty unlikely. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's pretty unlikely. Yeah, that's why I'm like starting to talk myself into like, yeah, it might not be September or the、yeah. fall until we get the big one. I think it might be. I, I, I think right now it, it certainly feels like it's going to be 
the Xenoblade title direct followed by the Splatoon title yeah. direct. Bayonetta is the one that needs some resolution. Yeah, soon. but you know what? They could just they could just really like announce it with a with a launch date trailer. Right. They just need to get a, a launch date out there. They could do a launch date trailer that's that's significant too. Yeah. You yeah. know, like a four or five minute trailer mm-hmm. that shows totally. a lot of new stuff. Totally. Like if it's just the one game. Yeah. Like really, you know, you don't really yeah. need it, right? So, yeah. And I guess, you know, third-party stuff that can just kind of trickle, trickle out as well. Yeah. Yeah. That does, yeah, that does leave some third-party <laughs> the poor, stuff. The poor third-party team a probably little, has to do some... A little high and dry, but again, they don't care. So... Well, Nintendo doesn't care, but our poor friends over well, on they, the PDR well, team sure, needs, they, to they be, yeah. needs to do some relationship right. mending. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, push, push come to shove, the first party will be prioritized. So, Of course, always, always. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, there you go. I think... It's very like it's very Nintendo to mm-hmm. do something like this. Yeah. Um, I can definitely see them not wanting to be in that in the mix, you know, with everybody else, which is fine. Yeah. It's just their way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure, you know, like the, the litany of people like making these predictions, like <laughs> us, annoyed them. Of like, <laughs> we, no, if people are making these predictions about when this is going to be and feeling so confident knowing what's in there, it's like it's time to show them what's what. <laughs> I could see that conversation happening. I've been I've been in part of those conversations. It's like, no, we need to. We did need did to, we do the? Did we did this to ourselves? We, to, <laughs> we did it to no, ourselves. We're, we're gonna we're gonna flip on these people, and they're not gonna know what what's up or down. I mean, but we do know what's up or down. Do is we? the thing kind of. I mean, there's not really that many options. Is no. the thing. You know, I'm, you're gonna I mean, not, you're gonna announce some games. You're gonna announce. I mean, some I'm dates. not I'm not That's tied up. Really, in, I'm not tied up in knots about it. It's That's like, what I'm saying. Like the information's coming eventually. They so. can be tied up yeah. if they want to and be mad at people for predicting <laughs> be mad stuff. At you. Great, be mad at me. I don't care. Good. But I'm All just right. I'm just saying like it, it's there's just really not there, there's like four pieces that you're putting into different boxes. Like it, the combinations are not in, in, infinite. So like, right. whatever. Right. Anyways, um, moving on. Moving on. Two other news stories. Um, Capcom announced that Dragon's Dogma <clears throat> is getting a sequel. Yeah. Um, they had been, I mean, they had the Capcom event and they had this Dragon's Dogma event. So yeah. I don't know why they, they just couldn't combine them because they really didn't have any information at all <laughs> on this new game. It was just like, yeah, we're doing it. He was wearing a yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Um, did, you play the, did you play Dragon's Dogma? No, I did not. I did. That's how, how, how do you funnily... Is that a word? Funnily? That's a game that I have bought and, and gotten rid of, I think, like, three times. Really? So I have kind of a love-hate relationship with it. you feel like I would it. like this game? I feel like I kind of would. It is very much, like, at the time it felt like a Japanese take on Elder Scrolls. Oh, okay. And now it feels like almost a predecessor to Elden Ring, where mm-hmm. it was this big open-world kind of fantasy yeah. setting and where it set itself apart from um, Elder Scrolls was it, ha- you know, Elder Scrolls combat is kind of like clunky. It's just like, you just like hack away at this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. It had like the proper Capcom combat that was good, mm. like action game combat. Yeah, that's nice. And it had this cool feature where you could recruit these like helpers. They called them pawns and there was a lot of customization with them. So it was a single player game, but it felt like you had like a party. Okay. Um, and a lot of customization in how you built out your character. The game was pretty hard, I remember. Okay. That's that kind of where I like noped out of it a couple times. But I'm really glad they're doing a sequel because it had a lot of potential. And, All right. And, and I think at the time, it, like they were really talking up like, oh, we've invested so much money in this. 
I kind of felt like, oh, maybe this didn't do so well, so we might not ever see it again. So I'm glad it's back. Yeah. Well, there you go. But yeah. we have no idea when it's coming <coughs> no. out or the date or the name. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, oh, I'm excited about this one. Yeah. So excited. New Final Fantasy VII uh, Woo-hoo! Rebirth. Not Remake Part Two. No. Rebirth. Rebirth. That's, coming that's another next way to put it. winter. It's far, though. Um, Real far. Well, knowing their schedule with some of these games, maybe it, it could have been farther. I don't know. What do you mean? Well, I mean, that's like, what, like a year and a half? That's a long time from now. Okay. I'd like to... Anyways, um, that's fine. So they had uh, a 25th anniversary mm-hmm. event for Final yeah, Fantasy yeah. VII. Um, exactly. And they revealed this in addition to other stuff. Right. Um, and they also confirmed, and I think people had had this feeling, was that this is going to be part two of a trilogy. Right, So there'll right. be one more game after, after this. After that, yeah, that's right. Um, you and I have very different... Histories with Final Fantasy VII. Exactly. This, I mean, you love. You had a great. You have like very have personal, personal, intense memories with this game. Yeah, exactly. I do not. You do not. You yeah. actually didn't like this game that much because you didn't like the setting. Yeah, right? you're not such a big fan of the zippers. I can appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really stick with the first game. I played remake. And liked that a lot. Yeah, we both played the remake and liked it a lot. I was nervous with where they left off story-wise, though. Oh, yeah. Because I thought it was getting a little nonsensical for me. Oh, yeah. Whereas part one was like, okay, this is a pretty... I can follow along with this. I yeah. get what's happening. I understand, I understand why people... Why people the like motivations. Them, motivations, yes. The why ending of that... Than Aerith, I was like, we oh, all knew. Learned that. I'm getting confused. <laughs> the ending was... A, the last, like, you know, hour or so... Or you're like climbing that tower. Yeah. I was like, what's happening here? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, story-wise, we'll see. I mean, there's some huge story things in Final Fantasy VII, obviously, that I think they're going to need to find a way to remake it yeah. so that they don't take complete take it completely away from the original storyline, but also find a way to make it feel like fresh. I don't know how you would do that. You know, that seems pretty tough. Yeah. Um, there's some other characters that I think people are waiting for as well that might make an appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and again, if this is part two of a trilogy, then you might not even get any of those resolutions in this next game. Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing too. But anyways, it's still a, exciting. Yeah, I mean, it does also seem like, you know, they're being very open to reinterpreting that story. Exactly. Which is good that it's not just like a beat by beat remake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, but what do you, what, what parts do you keep? What parts do you reinvent? Like right. that's really tough decision making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, in, um, another thing is, you know, this was part of this whole 25th anniversary event. They also announced, um, an updated version of Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Yes. Which is kind of a side game, which I didn't play. It was I think mm-hmm. it was originally a PSP game. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but people that, seem really excited for that. Yeah, I was thinking... I, I was thinking, like, is this... Like, are they milking Final Fantasy VII too much? Because it's been, like, just nonstop. Yeah. I mean, it seems like Square Enix is really, like, banking on this one game and its many permutations in yeah. a huge way. And I was like, no, I actually respect this. Because... Yeah. It's like they know how to do it in a way that right. freshens it up. Yeah, they're doing it so many different ways. It's yeah. not just the same thing again and again. And it's it's not just like your typical remaster or something like that, too. Yeah. Like it, it, it just it really does feel like a new game. It is amazing like how you know? that this this one game can support 
all of the weight of all of these different things. And it made me think of like, well, what other games could you do this for? So, so they have the original game is just mm-hmm. out. That'll be, you know, you can buy that on whatever platform, the yeah. original like PS1 game. They have all these remakes, which are a complete reimagining. Yeah. They did the movie. Right. That movie wasn't great, but they did it. Yeah. The CG movie a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah. And then they have these other kind of spin-off, mm-hmm. like, like Crisis Core. Right. Um, it's kind of like what they wanted to do, I think, with Final Fantasy XIII, because there was like, oh, there's Final Fantasy XIII Versus, which I don't think ever came yeah, out. Was, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think they've had this idea of like, let's... Take riff. one Final Fantasy universe yeah. and like riff off of it. Right, right. So I think it's a pretty short list of games that you could do this with, but yeah. I kind of want other, I want somebody else to try to this. To try it, yeah. Because again, it's been so successful for them. It seems like if you do it right, like this could be a yeah. huge hit. And you need something that has all those right elements to be able to support like a big kind of yeah. content wheel kind I of think thing, it you needs, know? It needs to be something that's a little bit older. Yeah. Because so you can reintroduce a, new, reintroduce a new audience in a way where you don't piss off, like, Yeah, because you need, you need to be able to feel the contrast between the original and the update and not just feel like, again, it's like, oh, well, I already played this five years ago. Like, like yeah. The Last of Us. Like, it's like, exactly. oh, we've, made this, we've remade this twice in the span of 10 years. Yeah, yeah. It needs to have some age to it. Where it's yeah. like, all right, I appreciate the... You re- need to have, like, some, like, a, a sense of, like, I missed this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I put that out on Twitter, and everybody was saying Ocarina of Time. I think that's a perfect candidate. That's a great For one. something I like was, this. I was definitely thinking of some sort of Zelda game, for sure. Like, immediately came to me as yeah. some sort of Zelda game. Because that game still mostly holds up. Yeah. But there's so much more... You could do that with you could it. do with that. Yeah. And I think you could do that in these, like, multiple installments of games mm-hmm. if you were to make a big remake and reimagining of that right and i think all that other stuff around it too like yeah ocarina of time Mm -hmm. movie could be really cool side stories could be really cool yeah i think the side stories is a big thing for ocarina of time like if you could do it with another character's perspective um right or like have it all as i don't know i think there's so many opportunities with zelda games to do something like this but yeah are there any others that like come to mind of like oh this is this would be perfect for this well, they're kind of doing it a little bit with Fire Emblem, with the three huh? houses stuff. Like, they, you could do, like... Oh, as, as a new game, though. Yeah. Yeah. But not, like, as something that is being re... Just, it's been kept relevant for 25 years. Yeah. Is yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's a short list, but... Yeah. Somebody, somebody out there has got to be seeing this and being like, we could do we that. We could do that. And probably it's somebody who shouldn't be thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Somebody overconfident? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we can do this, and then they just sink the company. It's like, I don't yeah. know, like Call of Duty or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, their, their game again this year is Modern Warfare 2, which, again, I played about 10 years ago. COD. <laughs> COD. COD 2. Love the COD. All right. Uh, okay, that's it for the news, yeah? Yeah. Okay. On to questions. Questions. Which, we have questions that we... Is this from last there's week? There's two questions okay. that we saved from last week because I got tired. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's answer those first. Well, uh, yeah, those are kind of jumbled in here. So oh, we'll, we'll yeah. get to them. We, we we'll get to those. Don't worry. Uh, first question is from Brooke Obscura. While we often wonder which third-party studios would be a great match to develop a new game based off an existing Nintendo IP... What existing third-party property would you like to see have a new game developed in-house by Nintendo? In-house right. by so, Nintendo. Right, so, so okay. Nintendo making a third-party property. Okay. Right. Okay. Hmm. 
What third-party property would be good for Nintendo to make in-house? Maybe Monster Hunter. Oh, would be interesting. Wow, that is so. Hmm. I, I mean, I feel like okay. Hear me out. Yeah. I think you know Monster Hunter has a very specific Capcom identity, mm-hmm. and it's like when you think about what is a Capcom game, Monster Hunter definitely is one that comes to mind. You know, but I would love to see Nintendo's like take on something like that, like something. A little bit more serious, a little bit more huh. combat-driven, a little bit more like skill-driven, hmm. and and see like what that might look like. Wow, um, I would. You know, I'm just patiently waiting for <laughs> a new Shovel Knight game. Oh, and maybe maybe we have an arrangement where um, Yacht Club continues to make 2D. Um, Shovel Knight games, but Nintendo makes a 3D oh, Shovel Knight game. Oh, that's cool. I think that could be really cool. Chris Slate would be so happy. I would be happy. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I was also thinking about, you know, last week we were talking about 3D platformers and how those have just, like, almost disappeared. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, Nintendo obviously knows how to make a great 3D platformer, so let them do, you know, like, like a classic, like Jack and Daxter or Crash Bandicoot or just mm-hmm. any of those that, like, yeah. those IP holders just seem to be, like, done with. Yeah. It's like, just yeah. let them, just, just let give, somebody give else it do it. Them. It'd be, it be great. Um, and then, you know, two IPs that are just, like, in the in the vault, it's like, Somebody please do something with Castlevania and Mega Man, please. Oh, anybody? Yeah. Nintendo? Ma- any- Mega Man would Literally be perfect. Anybody. Literally anybody. Please do something with these. It doesn't yeah. have to be Cap- Nintendo. Maybe Capcom and Konami can do something with their own please. great IP. Something. Come to your senses, people. All right. Next question is from Colin SM. This is a little ranty, I gotta say, but, I'm, oh. but I understand where he's coming from. Yes. Uh, I'm wondering about a pattern I've noticed in recent Mario sports games, particularly on the Switch. It seems Nintendo has embraced a philosophy of putting low-content games to launch and deciding how to invest in their expansion based on the initial sales. I understand the concept of a minimum viable product, but I cannot help but feel they're shooting themselves in both legs. Not just one foot, in both legs. As a recent college grad, I can attest that people still bring old consoles to social settings and play games like Mario Strikers Charge, which has twice as many characters as Battle League more than a decade later. Nearly everyone I know should be a core piece of the market immediately sees the lack of content and decides $60 is not a fair price. Mm. Then by the time discounts roll around, the hype is gone and they wind up never playing at all. So my question is vaguely, what's going on? Is this a result of the transition to HD? Has Nintendo simply become more conservative even as they've become the richest company in Japan? On the ground here, I'm watching them lose fans in real time and I worry they're losing sight of the long-term value in making quality investments now. Wow. I mean, we've gotten this question in various forms yes. uh, recently. I I asked myself a question this weekend that I don't know the answer to, oh. which is sort of related to this, which is, so Nintendo's last two big games, Switch Sports. And Strikers. And Strikers. Yeah. Why is Switch Sports $40 and, and Mario Strikers is $60? Because Mario's in it. So what? The IP is worth money. But Wii Sports is the best-selling game ever. Doesn't matter. And every and almost every you other game they sell is, is sixty dollars. You can't lowball your 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 title character. Well, then why isn't Switch Sports sixty dollars? I guess is my question. I mean, I don't know. I feel like the, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't answer this question. It makes yeah. no sense. The only thing I can think of is because of the IP. Because it's the two. Because it's two sports games. They both said like we're going to be adding to these. It's Development like, costs are higher from one versus the other. I don't know the way the way games are priced. Strange is makes. 
almost no sense to me. So yeah, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't I know if that's here or there to this. But, but. I would, I, I kind of agree with what he, what Colin is saying here about the sixty dollar value not being there. Yeah. The forty dollar value for Switch Sports is not as much of a big pill to swallow. Thinking about some of the updates that they've already announced for it, it's like, okay, fine, whatever. Yes, but I think we've both experienced what he says where we've experienced the limited content that's there and we've kind of moved on. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I'll check out golf when it comes out, but... Am I going to... Is it going to reignite my fever for Switch Sports? Yeah. I don't know if the answer is yes to Yeah, that. so this strategy is iffy, I think. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's definitely that whole like what is it, games as service model that is very much, yeah. you know, popularized by some of the more, like, modern modern games, like games that with, you know, seasonal updates like Fortnite and whatnot that Nintendo is trying to latch onto. But I don't know if they're doing a good job with, yeah. with the content that they're, the way that they're rolling out the content. I think... Fortnite does a really good job because they they kind of reset everything right. every single time. And you right. feel like, okay, it's fresh now. I can jump in. But I don't know. I, I think I kind of agree with him. He's like, it's like once you announce the new characters and you announce like the new stuff coming out, like people have kind of moved on from this. It's not po- really yeah. popular it, anymore. Yeah, it's hard to nail the timing where it feels like you're building upon excitement people already have versus right. starting from scratch. Again. Exactly. And starting from scratch is a very expensive thing to do, yeah. actually. And, and, if, and if it's just like one character being added to Mario Strikers, it's like, it's not going to cut it. No. And, yeah. you yeah, know, like when, what? what is going to cut it, though? When, you know? when Nintendo started to dabble with DLC, we did spend a lot of time helping to educate the developers of like, don't fall into these pitfalls. Right. And one of the things that we talked to them about was like, there's a lot of games that just have the DLC on the disc that's like set aside for later. Yeah. And people, you know. I they mean, were not going to like I that. I mean, this was like 20, like 11 or something. Yeah. Like, and, and we were educating. Like, people get so mad at this. Like, do yeah. not do this. Yeah. Help people understand that this is a truly distinct piece of content that right. you are making after you finish the main game. Right. And you need time to complete yeah. after you've complete the Yeah. Film. And don't make it just game. feel like you have yeah. withheld the content. And I think they have lost track yeah. of that mindset. The whole withholding content, though, is like a thing that seems to extend past the games, too. Like, they, they have these things done. Let's be real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They just are, like, sitting on it for some reason, for some arbitrary reason that right. they've talked themselves into. And it's maybe not the best strategy. Yeah. So, I mean, I wonder... I, I, I haven't, you know, heard of people who are, like, still way into Switch sports. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people experience what we did. Yeah. I think a lot of people are kind of grappling with that with Strikers. Like, maybe maybe they learn a lesson the hard way with this. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I have not gone back to Strikers, let me just tell you. Since the first weekend, uh, I again I've been distracted by some other things. I do yeah. want to still go back. I, but I do too, but I my my motivation to like I'm not thinking to myself like oh I'm, I can't wait yeah. to jump into Strikers tonight. Right, I do I do feel that as well. And even like the thing is like oh you need to wait a week before you can do these league games. It's like why do I have to wait a week? Yeah, and it's like I get they want people to make the leagues, but it's like that's a long time. It's a to, really long time. To just let people play the game. <laughs> Captain Alex has the next question. Okay, on the last episode, you guys talked about how ridiculous it was that Nintendo is so harsh on their restrictions when it comes to events and conventions about recording Mm -hmm. or taking pictures of gameplay. It seems like at Summer Game Fest, the same, if not more, restrictions were in place for Sonic Frontiers, and Sega seems to be getting a lot of flack for it right now. 
since Kit's a Sonic fan now, lol, and played the demo. What's your opinion on the game, and do you feel like Sega's restrictions were as ridiculous as the way you talked about Nintendo's being in the previous episode? Let's be clear. You did not play the demo. <laughs> I wasn't asked to you play You were it. not invited, no. and you were not allowed. Um, you and, stood in front of the game and took a picture. And uh, apparently, I didn't even notice those bouncers that were there yeah. until I, I saw our video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the bouncers were very serious. They, but then like it all, it was like a two like double edged. What is it? Double edged sword? And no, that's not the right phrasing. Yeah, that's 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 a word. Where like they seem to care, but also not at the same time. Yeah. So I wasn't sure what was going on. It was kind of like. It was weird because every other game there either had no embargo or a very light embargo. Right. And again, I don't know what their embargo was because I wasn't asked, I wasn't allowed to play the game. Right. But it seemed like they had quite a bit more and they had these people who were kind of shushing you away if you tried to take a picture of it. Right. But then you took a picture in front of it and they retweeted it. Right. So maybe that speaks to the state of the House of Sonic. But, um, you know, when we, if we were going to... At Nintendo, if we were to go to an event like this, we would have extensive questions of like, well, you know, are we going to be out in the open? Like, can we secure a private space if we have a yeah, game where we exactly. want to be serious about the embargo? Yeah, yeah. Can we can we do appointment only? Like, right. in in a private space. Yeah. Whatever. And to yeah. Captain Alex's question, like, you just need to know like where you are and how much control you actually have. Right. Because like, at a show like PAX, it's like, don't even bother. Because it's a free... Because you're not going to be able to enforce it. It's a free-for-all. People right. are all over the place. You can't stop it. But again, if you're at E3, you can put things behind closed doors, and you can mm-hmm. actually manage that, and you can have you can, you can have a 100% success rate with that. Exactly. So don't be silly and try and put something out there and then put a silly bouncer guy there. <laughs> the bouncer guy wasn't even tough. He looked at you with such distance. I didn't even notice. You did in the video. He didn't even register. He captured it. Uh, Ewainma 2 Hey, Kit and Krista, will you try to bring Charles Martinet on the podcast? Mm. Also, did you know he has a role in another upcoming movie, other than the Mario movie by Illumination? He plays a villain named Magenta in the movie Dragon Ball Superhero, the movie released August 19th here in the U.S. Releases August 19th here in the U.S. Um, Good topic on guests. So first of all, Charles Martinet, I think we would love to have Charles Martinet on the guest. I don't think he's allowed. He's not allowed. There are people at Nintendo who manage all of the things he does. um, And they would say no. On behalf of Nintendo. I don't think anybody from Nintendo is going to be on this podcast anytime soon. Right, exactly. Um, So I wouldn't count on that. We did have contact with Reggie this weekend, though. We did, yeah. Yes, we are playing the scheduling game with Reggie to be on as guest. Who knows? Maybe we'll have some guests before Reggie. We shall see. Yeah. But uh, that's still happening. But Charles is a wonderful person. He, I'm sure he does lots of other work besides... Charles that. himself would love to come on, and he would absolutely say yes. But someone else yes, would say no on his behalf. No. Exactly. Um, all right. We have a double question from Frulia. Oh, boy. Get ready. What was the decision well, process like? Let me read it. Please. You might get tired. Please. To move Nintendo's onstage press conference to Nintendo Direct's. What is the general philosophy behind which games they showcase and the pacing of the presentation? Um, so it was very much the Wii U era when yeah. we start, when, when that switch happened. And, you know, it was just the case of like, yeah, there was, people were enamored with that format. And I think they saw like, you know, there's a lot, you know, we can accomplish what we want. It, Via a press conference in right. a direct, and there's actually more that we can do right. with the fact that it's pre-recorded. The other thing I think that was a big sort of topic that came up with um, the press conference versus the direct, the 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 uh, 
the direct is that at that time, I think social media was starting to become mm-hmm. really prevalent and yeah. Nintendo was like starting to, you know, go into opening the official brand social media channel. So I think they saw the opportunity of like, how do we expand the information that we're sharing um, beyond the people that were in that theater, you yeah. know, and like, how do we make it like available for just like everybody? And this was certainly like the the best, I think, the best way to do that. Right. And also, you know, there had been some embarrassing technical issues Mm -hmm. at some of these before. So I think it was just a number of factors that, you know, played a role. I think it was a pretty brave decision to make. I think so, too. And it was it was very annoying that first year when people are like, oh, well, you're just not having a press conference. It's like, no, we are. It's doing it a different way. Yeah. So you're not yeah. going to have a press conference. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right. We see you next just, year. It's fine. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Fru- yeah. Frulio question the second. When you were with Nintendo, what kind of things were you required to learn about mm. regarding business, Japanese business etiquette? Was there ever a time when you accidentally made a colleague uncomfortable because you <laughs> forgot your Japanese business manners? This is a great question. That's a good question. Um, I don't think I was taught anything about Japanese business etiquette. I don't etiquette. think I was taught anything. We kind of learned on the job. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely um, had very regular meetings with our Japanese counterparts and you sort of learn, you know, you, you start to build relationships. I think that was helpful once yeah. you started to like actually get to know people. Right. But there's certainly like like things that we knew that had to be done. Like you have to address people as Mr. such and such. You can't yeah. just call them by their first name or anything like that. Um, we, we definitely learned from our you know, Japanese coworkers about like email etiquette and how to construct an yeah. email to Japan. And then when we were in Japan, obviously, you know, there was like certain things that we had to learn. Like there was always a group dinner at this one place right. that we would have to go to and there's certain place to sit and so, so on and so forth. That was more like learn as you go, yeah. but no one like gave us I, a course. On I think this. it's sad but true that the people in Japan just had incredibly low expectations they for do. what we would bring to the table as far they as, would. you know, proper business etiquette. So I think they were just tickled whenever we did something that was not like yeah. a facepalm moment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Business cards with both hands. The business cards is a big one. Yeah. And there's actually, I've seen some videos by this comedian in Japan whose whole shtick is like violating business card etiquette. <laughs> oh, no. So it's like, you're supposed to hold it with two hands. You, you give it with two hands. You receive it with both hands. You're supposed to look at the card. And you for like a you moment. like leave it on the table, or you like put it in a nice holder to like show respect to it. Yeah, you don't just like stick it in your pocket yeah. and sit on and it. And this guy like so you hit you hand me your card. Okay. He takes it with one hand. Oh, yeah. I'm a... He takes it with one hand, crushes it while he stares at you, just like. <laughs> what do you? How are you going to react to this? And it's oh really. It's really funny if you understand, like, the backstory to right, it. Right, yeah. It was just like, yeah, there's a lot of... There's always, like, some funny things, too, that just when you're in Japan as, like, a non-Japanese... I, I didn't really have to deal with this that much, but, like, you and Reggie kind of had to deal with this, where you're very tall, mm. and things are very small. Oh, yeah, don't so, hit like, your head on the doorway. Don't hit your doorway. head. You might... Yeah, you, like, very yeah. easy to hit your head. Also, like, um, sometimes during the business centers, we'd sit, like... Sitting to Tom, on the ground. We would sit to Tommy Some people yeah. couldn't hang with that. Yeah, I mean, I was okay. That's hard to yeah. do. I, mean, I remember for Reggie once they brought him like the world's smallest folding chair. Yeah, that yeah. was like three inches <laughs> off the ground. Reggie's a tall man. It's like, what it's, is this? How is this helping? It's hard. I can see <laughs> I how it's like you know, like physically uncomfortable. That's hilarious. But you would sit at this long dinner for like yeah. three hours, you know, on the yeah. floor. The other one we learned. Yeah. Do not pour your own drink. Never pour no, your own drink. Pour somebody else's drink. And they'll pour your drink for yes, you. Yes, yes. 
also just be ready to drink. <laughs> <laughs> be prepared. Be prepared. So prepare your stomach. Uh, any other big? Uh... Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much. It. I mean, well, there's stuff like like bowing, like people think. Like yeah, I don't think I ever really bowed. I bowed a little bit. You did I like a like, half. You I kind of did like a half hearted. Yeah, yeah. It was like you a should, handshake bow at the same bother. time. It was don't like, even bother. You shake the hand and you kind of do like a little nod. I think that's more offensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> the half, you got to commit to you the gotta bow. You got to commit to it. I yeah. was like, I don't know what I'm doing with these bows. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah, I kind of did it a little bit. Don't. I mean, I never tried to like speak Japanese to them. I think that would oh, be yeah. very strange. Yeah. Some people like try to learn like a phrase. Oh, that's always a big it's like, like a little knee slapper. cringy. It's a little cringy. Konichiwa. Like it's like a little like. Uh, yeah. Again, the expectations are extremely low. Yeah. And they were very nice. Yeah. Like they're not out to like get you. No, you know, no. they're just But yeah. they're definitely having a good laugh. Having oh, the other one. Laugh. Bring a bring a, a gift, gift, a gift. With, bring a gift with you. Yes. If you were the if you were the person traveling there, you bring the gift. Yeah, they always bring us gifts too. Right. They would always bring us delicious we, like, like the snacks we get. Oh my gosh, oh all my, my papers. God, I got excited about snacks. All my papers flew everywhere. My papers. My papers. Um I remember one year. I had like a big meeting that I was leading and I was like, okay, somebody was like, oh, well, they love coffee. Why don't you bring them some like, like blue bottle coffee? Yeah, yeah. Half of my suitcase was dedicated to this coffee. It was yeah. the worst idea ever. And all my clothes stunk of coffee oh. once I got there. Yeah, they, we always bring them um, San Francisco Chocolates, things. Chocolates, so like Ghirardelli yes. or Seas right. or like something that's Those like, were good. like American. Yeah. And they would always bring us, like, obviously, like something Japanese, yeah. like some sort of Japanese snack or Wonderful. something like that. It was yeah. really nice. Yeah, yeah, it was sweet. All right. Uh, Mini Puffed asks, hey, Kit, can you explain the story of the Goomba Tower ah, behind you? Where is it? There it is. Right there. Yes. Hopefully everybody can see it. Yes. Um, Very good story. This is, uh, we did a video with Miss Gonda Chris, mm -hmm. the wonderful Gonda Chris. Yes. Who, who helped us make these custom amiibo, like this one. Yeah. Yeah. So she taught us how to do it, like, make the little um, clay Right. Um, Goombas. Stack them up. And then, yeah, this one This one is uh, a Goomba stack. I think we made, like, individual Goombas. I think that's somewhere around here. Right. Um, but, yeah, she, like, gave us a little master class yeah. in how to so do that's it. that's another great video that you can watch. Yeah. Again, something that you won't be seeing on the Nintendo channel these days. <laughs> oh, we love Bootleg her. Bootleg Amiibos? Are you joking? Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Riven. Again, a very insightful question here. What is the professional relationship between Nintendo Game Freak and the Pokemon Company? Mm. Does Nintendo own Game Freak slash the Pokemon Company? Is Game Freak the dev and Nintendo the publisher? <laughs> is TPC only in charge of non-video game things Whoa. like the TCG and anime movies? It's all confu so confusing. Let's break it down. You for are you. absolutely right. It's very confusing. Okay, break it I down. I asked this question to a lot of different people. Yeah. And in all my time at Nintendo, I never got a clear answer. Yeah. It so is I'm not bit, sure anybody else knows either. It's like a little bit wrapped in mystery. But like, okay, we know some things. Um, so there's the Pokemon company. Yeah. And there's also the the Pokemon. They have like a U.S. version, kind of like the NOA right. to Nintendo right. as well. So the Pokemon company was formed because Pokemon got huge. Right. And there were all these like merchandising, licensing opportunities. Right, exactly. And it was like, we actually need to start a whole company to keep to, track like, keep of this. To keep up with the stuff. Right. So that's why that exists. Right. So there's, so it's, yes, there's Nintendo, there's Game Freak. There's also Creatures, Inc. Yes. I think those are the main three like Stay owners. Creatures? Yes. Of the IP, and I, I don't know if the Pokemon yeah. company owns a stake in it necessarily. No, I think they're just the company that like manages all the things. It's whacked up a lot of different ways. Yeah, Nintendo owns part of the IP, though, to be clear. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, 
But yeah, like when we were working on games, like there were some things that the Pokemon company would do that ordinarily we would do. And it's yeah. like, wait, is it, are you doing this or are we doing yeah, this? No, there I was mean, some confusion. Yeah, sometimes it's like, well, why don't they just do it all? Right, right, right. Because the marketing team at Nintendo would market Pokemon games. Right. But the Pokemon company also had a team that would market Pokemon games. Yeah. And ordinarily on a game, like we would help develop the rollout plan for when, what would get announced and when. Yes. Every Pokemon game, we were handed a piece of paper. Here's the rollout plan. Do not break it. Yeah. Or it's your don't, neck. Don't yeah. break it. Yeah. Don't break the embargoes. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, all right, well, this is different. So yeah. everything about Pokemon was just a little, a little bit different. A little bit different. Although Pokemon is doing great these days. They're like super <laughs> yeah. just like having so much fun with their IP. They're right. so relevant. Right. You know, they're, they're, I feel like they're kind of, we used to joke around that working on a Pokemon game is like the hardest thing you could do at Nintendo right. because you would have to work with these partners and they had like a lot of rules. Right. There's but also a team in Nintendo that's part of the treehouse that's kind of dedicated to, to Pokemon. managing yeah. the relationship between it's, it's the Pokemon company. Yeah. So there's a lot of cooks in that kitchen. There's a lot of cooks. But then like, it was so funny because like, you know, re in recent times, Nintendo has really gone like off the deep end in terms of yeah. like being very restrictive. And now we joke around, we're like, man, can't wait to work on a Pokemon now game. It's now it's better on the Pokemon side. It's better ironically. on the Pokemon side. Yeah, yeah, it's like we never knew the day would come when Pokemon would become less restrictive yeah. than Nintendo, but the day has come. So yeah, it's really interesting. Riven, if you can find a way to solve this riddle, yeah. I will commend you. Put it into some sort of chart. But uh, I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a mysterious <laughs> deal that yeah. was done many years ago. <clears throat> All right. Uh, now we're, these are the two questions that we had to hold from last week ah, that okay. are kind of related. So let's get into these. I got a question for Kit. It's oh a bit boy. more personal, so it's totally understandable if you don't want to talk about it. No, oh. we're going to talk about it. You've mentioned on the show that you're a pretty introverted person. Krista also said that you were shy when you first met. I think you said awkward was what you said, actually. Well, they go, they go together. So what? what kind of challenges, if any, did you have when you started at Nintendo? Also, what kind of challenges did you face as an introvert in a leadership position? Mm. I guess I'm asking because I'm a pretty introverted person and I don't want to let my disposition get in the way of job uh -huh. opportunities in That's the a future. Good question. <clears throat> good question. So, yes, uh, I'm very introverted. And I'll be honest, like when I started at Nintendo, I actually didn't like it for the first several months. Yeah. It was a, you know, I had come from other Japanese gaming companies. I thought I knew what to expect, I really didn't. Um, Nintendo just has a different way about it that I didn't like. And I actually asked my old boss, I was like, hey, if I wanted to do it, could I get my old job back? And she said, no, it's gone. So that kind of answered <laughs> that, that door has closed. That answered that question. Yeah. Eventually I came to love it, fortunately. But the whole personality was a hindrance at the time because it was like, gosh, I'm working with all these people. I got to get to know them. There were just a lot more different groups that you had to interact with in yeah. different ways. So previously I was able to get by pretty well just kind of like doing a lot of things myself mm -hmm. and it became a challenge of like I need to change the way I work to be successful. Not change the change who I am, but I think this like how you interact with people is a skill that you can develop. Right. That again, it doesn't change you being an introverted person, but I think if you approach it like that of like this is something I need to work on professionally mm -hmm. to yeah. you know have success you can do it and i do think like i you know the person i was coming out of it was very different than the person going in and i do feel more comfortable in those settings 
um, you know, other things like, like public speaking was something I was like terrified to do mm-hmm. early on and had a lot of opportunities with that. I think doing Nintendo Minute helped me kind of come out of my shell a lot. Mm-hmm. So again, I think if you if you look at it as not like I need to change who I am as a person versus like I have skills that I need to cultivate yeah. to, you know, professionally grow. Right. Then that is the right way to look at it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think like there's beyond being like introverted, there's lots of skills that you're gonna need to yeah. work on as a professional in, in your in any kind of job. You know, it, it's not it's not all about um, whether you're an introverted person or not. But there's like if you look at it as like a skill set to cultivate, I think that's a good way to make it feel attainable. Mm-hmm. Like there's lots of skills that. I, I mean, I was, I'm not an introvert, but there's lots of business skills that I did not have, right. you know, when I first started at Nintendo right. and it was early in my career. Um, I didn't know how to do, you know, really basic things. Like, how do I write an effective email? How do I put together a strategy document? How do yeah. I, you know, you know, find a way to express my ideas in a professional way where, you know, people would take me seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, there's lots of diff- those kinds of challenges that you have to learn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think... Anybody can learn them if you just kind of recognize where you might have some gaps yeah. and then you can like, you know, find ways to overcome those. Right, right. And think, I mean, some of it like is valuable to have in life too. Like how do, how do you do small talk? I hate small talk, but sometimes yeah. you got to do, do it. You got to do it. Sometimes yeah. you just got to do it. So yeah. it's like, well, I guess I forced myself to learn how to do small talk. Exactly. And how do you like, you know, how do you sit in a meeting and listen to someone's idea and like not try right. to interrupt them or like... Things like, like basic things like that that's like... Yeah, or an, another thing I, I heard a lot was like, oh, well, you know, Kit Kit works well with the people in kind of his immediate circle, but like there's a lot of other people who want to hear from him that he doesn't seem to, you know, want to go out of his way to have contact with. And, I, and my, my thought then was like, well, I'm, I'm focusing on the relationships that are important. And, you know, these other people, it's like, I don't have much to talk about, so why would I bother? Yeah. But it became like, well... Obviously, they want to talk to me, so how can we find a way to make that productive, and how mm-hmm. can I get something out of that conversation and not yeah. just, you know, stare blankly at them when that <laughs> yeah. time comes? So, you can do it. You can yeah. definitely do if it. If I can do it, you can do it. Yes, you can definitely do I it. I was a mess. You were not a mess. Uh, okay, somewhat related question from Policy Pace. Hello, Kit and Krista. From previous episodes, I got the sense that Kit was put into a management or team leader role at some point. How did you transition from a coworker of to being responsible for members of your team <laughs> and what kind of challenges did that entail? Ooh. So, yes. So kind of happened in phases. So so just to just to, again, just to be very transparent, Kit was the head of Nintendo Social Influencer and Original Content. Right. So it was not like some little bitty leadership position. It wasn't like I had two people that I was, man. you know, it was, right. it was a, a big, huge deal. Yeah. Huge. But, so, first, but first, you know, I, I became the boss of some people, including you. Yes, including which, me. Which you, yes. for some reason, you don't want me to say. No, you can. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm the boss now, but whatever. Um, it's fine. But, you know, Tables that, have turned, man. <laughs> you know, we talked about it before again, like, not enough companies give you training on what it means to manage people. Oh, yeah. At Nintendo. I don't think I got... Literally any training no, at all. I mean, when I started so, managing people at Nintendo, I got zero training. Had to figure it out on the fly. And yeah. I mean, a lot of it was like, well, what would I want my boss to do for right, me? Right, right. Or what would I want, or what would I not want? In yeah, that, and that, that could be different 
based on who you are managing. Right. Like somebody might need something that is different than somebody else. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And then, you know, the next step of, of like, well, now I'm overseeing this team of like a dozen people, some of which I directly manage, some of which I don't, mm-hmm. was another challenge. And again, not a lot of structure there as far yeah. as, hey, here's what you need to know of how to do that. So again, I had to figure it out on I myself. I feel like this is why people have bad bosses. It's because you yeah. really, a lot of companies don't give you any resources right. on how to. So like, unless you have naturally like right. that skill. It's really difficult for you to like find resources right. to develop it. So, so in hindsight, shocking that, you know, that is not there. And I think something that every company really badly needs. Yeah. Because that is like, like that is like. people complain all yeah. the time about how terrible their manager yeah. is. This is make or break. Like, do you like your job? Will you stay at your job stuff? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, how do you retain people? What is the number one reason why people right. leave? Because they hate their boss. Yeah. You know? You know there, there was often like a line of people that got to that level where it felt like a little adversarial of like, you know, people above or below that level where it's like, oh, I don't know if you're on my side. Like you're on the side of like the, oh, ma- the management I see what you're versus saying. like, like you, the where people. You, where are you getting at here? And, you know, I was coming from the people side to the management side. So yeah. I was like, I've been on that side of that and that stinks. So I don't want to be at that way. So I really tried to like juggle both sides where mm-hmm. it's like, yes, it's really hard to I'm representing that, this team with the leadership, but I'm also like really advocates for them and that's literally your your number one job as a manager exactly. is to be the voice of your team. Right. And, and to stand up for your and team. And I'm representing how they're thinking and feeling and I'm listening and I'm asking them for yeah. how they and think. You need and to feel. know what's going on. That's a big right. thing too. That I feel like a lot of managers yeah. nowadays are so out of touch. That was that is one of the hardest things and that's where I think people get get you know, sunk into that, mm-hmm. like, I'm just the leader, is, like, they yeah. lose t- they lose touch with what, you know, their team is doing, yeah. is thinking, is you, feeling. You are, as a boss, you're, you basically become a servant to your team. Right. You cannot serve the people that is your boss. Right. That's actually a huge pitfall, I think. Yeah. And the worst, some of the, not you. I've had other bosses that were not kids. I'm just making, again, <laughs> just really clearly saying this, but when I had bad managers... Again, not you. It was because they totally lost sight of right. what I needed to succeed in my job. Yeah. And they were too busy, like, trying to, like, please yeah. their boss. So, yeah. So, so often if you do that, you are not going to please the people who were Exactly. It's kind of like it's an opposite end. Right. It pulls the other way. Because either so. you're telling them something that's out of touch or that's not possible. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's what the big boss wants. So it's like, well, that's silly. Yeah. So I found like, exactly. if, like if you are serving the people who work for you, all that other stuff will work. It, could, it would work It'll itself work out. itself out. You exactly. just need to have confidence in that. Exactly. And kind of like the comparison I, I came to realize was it's kind of like a sports team where it's like you are going from like the player to the coach yeah whereas like when you're the player it's like okay it's what can i contribute you know what am i individually doing to like put points on the board mm-hmm. and then when you become the manager of this big team it's like you actually don't have time to do that it's like you need to be helping all of your yeah. people like how can i put them in a position where they can put to points succeed on, to put the exactly points on the and it's yeah. absolutely not about like my it's job actually, is not to do that anymore. Exactly. Your job is to serve your team. Right. Yeah. It, right. I think a so, lot of people don't actually know that. And that's a big transition where yeah. I think people are still like, oh, well, I'm still, you know, the big shot and I'm, mm-hmm. well, look at what I'm doing and I'm doing this or you can't do this. Yeah. And the thing like, that I, I always appreciated about you when you became the boss is that you never changed your personality. I think that's you and what I, I would have had a lot of problems. 
<laughs> because we we did have to like kind of have like a relationship well, that's, transition. You well, know? that's what I mean about people who who had that delineation. Yeah, like there were people who started to act different. They people, totally did. People, they became a people different dressed person. different. I saw somebody got a different haircut because it's like, oh well, now I'm, I'm a, now I'm a director. I'm the so director. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm the management now. And yeah. It's like this is unhealthy. This is not. You should not tie your identity to this. Right. Like this is very so, weird. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I was trying to like play like the cool guy or anything, but yeah. I was just like, I just don't think this is gonna work the way I've seen it. It's play not gonna out. work for you personally. It's definitely not gonna work for your the team that yeah. you're leading. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean. There's a lot of people that don't do. They're not very um, conscious of this, right? So, so that I guess was always I, I guess my my advice is like if you're put in those positions and you're new to that and your company is not giving you help, you should ask for that. You should ask. Of for like, help. I need to know yeah. what are the skills. Yeah, I need to know and you should what be, is my expectation. Yeah, yeah, all. That. And you should also be like very. Um, like, look deeply at yourself and understand the skills that you yes. might be lacking. So have self-awareness. So have some self... Look in the mirror in, and understand where yes. you might have some shortcomings. In a way that is going to be painful for you. Understand exactly. your shortcomings. Exactly. Yeah. And it helps. It does help. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of sucks when you're going right. through it, but yeah. it, it's going to help you later yeah. on. Yeah. So, anyways. Life but advice. Life advice. I'm so glad I'm not in this corporate uh, environment anymore. Back to, back to the other questions. <laughs> Troopage. <laughs> Have either of you checked out the benefits from oh, the yeah. new PlayStation Plus tiers yet? For example, I'm pretty happy with the emulation for PS1 games, and they have features comparable to the NSO apps like rewinding and save states. Yeah, yeah. Have I, you? I have checked it out. You did? I think I'm going to get it. Well, what do you... Oh, so so you've been, like, browsing it. I've been browsing it, yes. Okay. Yes. Which tier are you going to get? I think the top one. <laughs> Whoa! I know. Okay. I know. I just want to wow. see. Like, I just want to try it. Sure. To, like... Great. And, and see, like, what that gives me access to. Yeah. I do like that, um, the the, the uh, PS1 game stuff yeah. that that, that uh, yeah. is talking about. I think that is one of the, you know, they don't have, the library is not like huge. That's the thing for me. If they right can... Right now, but... If they can, like, double that library... With I with have, stuff that's good, not I, like the NSO filler. Not like the Tecmo Bowling. Tecmo Bowl's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I could be in on that. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have this. It's like we all probably have way too many subscriptions we have a in lot our of life. And I've yeah. kind of reached the point where it's like, I really need like I have Game Pass, I have NSO, I have the base PS Plus. Mm-hmm. It's like I really need something substantial out of this. Okay. Yeah, I just I feel like I might. I would still get something out of it. Sure. So, yeah, I think I'm going to pull the trigger on that. Okay. Yeah. There's also if they added Bushido Blade, I would just on that game alone. You so would, so you I'm curious the how they start to roll out more games. Yeah. You know, I think. It, I mean, I I, I think is it's it going to be monthly? Is it one hundred percent happening? So, but when and how? They I don't think they've said that. They've been a little fishy about how they talk about this. I have faith. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Our All last right. question from WeTrick. WeTrick. Oh, no. Nintendo fans are waiting with bated breath for a June Direct announcement internally. How early does Nintendo set the dates for upcoming Directs, and how far out is the roadmap planned? Uh, Well, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but, yeah, I think we were kind of getting onto that bit of a schedule of February, June, September. I mean, there's there's always, like, a rough plan for Mm -hmm. the year. Sure. And the dates for those are always a little flexible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, you kind of take into consideration games... Might slip a little bit here or there, yeah. or you know, because sometimes, sometimes you know, 
Japan might set a date that's like, oh, well, that's actually a holiday. Right. In, in one of these countries, yeah. like, oh, didn't know, so we got to change it. Right, right, right. Um, so there's there's a long-term plan that gets tweaked in the short term as you go along. Yeah, and there's the people are not too there. precious about the dates either. So, like, there's, yeah, yeah. there's an opportunity to, like, state your, yeah. state your, <clears throat> your issue. Unfortunately, you unfortunately, like, that thing that happens around holidays like they'll move it a day later and it's like well now you get to work through your holiday oh that that's a bummer a lot. yeah um, yeah that i mean thanksgiving was really like dicey for us usually because you sometimes you wouldn't get it at all yeah or yeah. like um you know labor day is the one in september there was always a direct that happened right after that yeah. that people had to work through right 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 or there, and there was always debates for like the early year like I'd have to work through Christmas, New Year's, That's right. holiday. Or if you wanted to take more time off around that time, could you? Yeah, because this because this direct's going to be on like January second. Yeah, I'm glad those. Or there's are... like some other like title announcement or something in early January. Yeah, yeah, that stuff. That stuff tough, tough and team. that and that yeah. touches upon like different like cultural expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Europe, they have really strict rules about like not doing that. Which, yeah, which was I always enjoyed it. So when it was they, a bank holiday. When, when they threw those out, they're like, by <laughs> by German law, we are unable to work. I love it when this. it's like German law. Like, yes, <laughs> got him. <laughs> Take that. Can't the argue with that. Is, um, Japan celebrates pretty significantly New Year's, so yeah. at least we would get some like a little relief then. A little. Like we we did okay. Like the holiday schedule was usually all right. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to deal with it again this year. I don't. You, okay. though. What are you going to be knocking on my door for? I need this. I need that. I'm your boss now. Oh, no. It's not true. <laughs> it's We're, equals. We're equals. We're equals. <laughs> okay. It's time. It's time. For our One Up Club member shout outs. Okay. Am I going first again? Yeah, that went well. Let's do it. Here, Here we, we go. go. A. Ron Burgundy. Aaron Hash. Adam Edwards. Ajan Malari. Alatori 05. Ale Alejandro. Alexandra Pratt. Amorous. Good job. Angela Bycroft. Bailey Meyer. Ben Eichhorn. Bettina Tang. Brad. SF56. Brian Humphreys. Kalori. Chancellor Fairley. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Daniel Cold. Daniel Valencia. Dachshin. David Zack. Doodleface. <laughs> Douglas Jomix. <laughs> Drew Grant. Ducatista. Dino Punch. Eigenverse. Elite Peach. Emad Renfro. S Parts 50. Ezrato. Furbound. Gar. Garrett Holfish. Handheld Gamer. Handsome Warrior. Ian Shea. Israel Izzy. Jay Rando. Jackie Z. Jason E. JK99. JBJ. Jeff Yoakum. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jesse Hernandez. Jobert. John Responte. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hemmerly. Jordan Jordy Kirk. Joshua Clements. Juan. Just Camtro. Kai Comercio. Kawa2796. Kevin. Kevin Delane. K Madman TV. Kyle Kretzer. Kyler Nelson. Lego My Frogo. Link. Link Master. Luca Mania. Lucas Pico. Luis. Luis Calcano. Malferink. Mamu. Mark Schlasner. Marky Man64. Maru Mayhem. Matt McCarthy. Matthew Rewald. Megan. Michael Cravens. Michael J. File. Michael Mazer. Mike Chin. Mikey. Murph. My Tran. Nodnarm. Oh Me Oh My. Panda Buns. Parker Anderson. Patreon User. Pa- Paul Gale Network. Piano Psychopath. Pirates TCG Grudges Forever. Prince Charmless. P.S. We. Reaver. Rad State of Mind. Rain Tech. Raphael. Raphael? 
Raphael. The Raphael. There's also a Mikey. Ninja. Oh my gosh. The ninjas are here. It's happening. <laughs> Ray Charon. Oh boy. Ray Uji Usuho Oku. Oh boy. RJ Kern. Rob Osborne. Rocks. Ray. Oh, sorry. Roy Eschke. Ryan Hayes, 521. Ryanetta. Sam Nealon. Schmules. Scott LaRock. Spazon. Shinryu. Slowbro. Spicy Munchkin. Steel Citron. Switching it up underscore. The Don Rob. The Shark Among Men. Thomas Alvarez. Troopage. Tugs Puppy Bear. Tyler Geis. VGM Life. Video Game Stupid. Beautiful Dandy. Virtual Bot. What's Up Flapjack. Wicked Davy. Will Ernst. Zutiverf. Zen! And that is it. Yay, we said it. Whew. What a show. What's happening I'm with the just, papers? I'm just going through it all. Stop it. Um, don't forget to follow us on Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash Krista. Join our family. We have lots of fun together. We have lots of stuff always happening on our social media channels as well. We're uh-huh. on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment here on this channel, the Kit and Krista YouTube channel. And don't forget to get the stuff. Don't forget to get the stuff. The stuff. I hope you pick up something. And then show us a picture of you in the Yes. Stuff. Send we us all the pictures that. and we'll share it on social media. Yeah. Yes. All right. We are off to VidCon later this week. Who knows what's going to happen with Nintendo and their crazy announcement schedules. But we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.